the internet. Welcome to the Intoxicated Podcast, a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians, experts, and creators. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand-up comedian and self-proclaimed sad girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is the Intoxicated Podcast. Oh, hey, Internet. Welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. Hey guys, guess what? Breaking news. Intoxicated got nominated for Best Podcast in the Coast Best of Halifax Reader's Choice Awards. This is a local campaign that happens every year and winners get featured in the Coast, which is huge exposure for anyone who wins. Voting is open now until September 18th. And I gotta say, you guys, I'm the underdog here. I am in a great group of podcasts. I'm up against some really fun and fresh new podcasts. I truly feel like the jaded senior in high school who just wants a win at this point. I feel like I probably don't have a chance in hell, um, but I would absolutely love to place this year to get the recognition for this podcast. It would mean the world to me. So please consider throwing a vote my way. I will leave a direct link in the description of this podcast, and it is also in the Instagram bio. So vote, 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 and tell your friends to vote. I would truly appreciate it more than you know. Okay, so I'm not going to waste a lot of time here. I'm going to get to this week's episode because it's a big one and a long one. This week's episode is a beast. It is essentially a feature film. I am joined by a long-awaited guest, a great pal of mine, and a very funny new comedian on the scene tearing things up. It is Ryan William. Wow, wow, wow. So essentially, we talked for almost four hours. It is wild. The more I do this show, the more I realize that these episodes are essentially just a big part of my social life. uh, And sometimes I truly just forget the mics are rolling. So in this episode, I really got to know Ryan. We really got into a bunch of things. And it was really some hefty conversation. We talked about, you know, sex parties, relationships, Toxic positivity, the state of comedy, extremism in today's culture, and tons, tons, tons more. I'm actually going to be releasing a part two of our conversation where we do talk about polyamory and empathy, and it is a great chat we had towards the end of this episode, the end being you know, three hours in, and I think it deserves to be heard on its own. So I will be releasing that part of the episode next Friday for you all to hear. It will still be a good length of an episode to listen to next week, and I think you'll love that part as well. Ryan is also a great show producer. He is running a new open mic here in Halifax called The Wednesday Night Workout, and this is a fast-paced open mic with lots of comics doing shorter sets of new material. And this is happening bi-weekly at Freeman's on Grafton Street downtown town. Uh, Ryan also does a fair number of shows at the Dark Side Comedy Club as well. So if you're interested in those shows, please follow Wednesday Night Workout on Instagram and Dark Side Comedy Club as well to stay up to date on those shows. Okay, guys, that's it. I have to stop. I'm cutting myself off. Let's fucking get to it, guys. Please enjoy this enlightening beast of a conversation with the very smart and very funny Ryan William.
Honestly, like I sometimes do cold opens with this. Yeah. But like, I'm just gonna get right into it. I'm just gonna just because I feel like you and I, we have to like officially turn it on and then we'll just go off forever. No, absolutely. So we're gonna fucking start this right now, baby. Oh my god. I mean, I feel like lately I've been having a lot of guests on that have been um like long awaited or like been trying to have on for a while. Yeah. And you're one of those people. Um, so everybody, welcome yeah. to the Intoxicate Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with somebody I've been bugging for months and months and months. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, just, in all just fairness, be careful what you wish for. Just be careful what you wish for. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> like it's fine. It's fine. I'm happy to be here. Blessed, blessed to be hashtag here. Blessed. Yeah, hashtag blessed. To um, be here. I'm honored to have a Halifax. Someone who's just like truly killing it in Halifax. <laughs> Halifax favorite. A Halifax hustler. Oh. That's uh, nice. Such a talent. Ryan Williams. Oh, that's me. Hello. Hello. So nice welcome, to be here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. You sound like John Oliver. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm stoked to be here. I'm stoked to be here. I. Uh, you've been avoiding it. Admit it to the listeners. I have you've, been. I have been avoiding. There is no. There is no denying that. I will not. I have been avoiding uh, coming here. Uh, you know. Not not for not for any reason other than just uh, self sabotage, but uh, you know you know I, what that's like. You know what self sabotage is like. I <laughs> come on, you know, you know. Name of my album. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I have been thinking about this lately because a, a couple of people have been expressing the same thing, like nerves or yeah. like, and I've been like, okay, Sarah, you've been doing this for five years. I have to think about it from a guest's point of yeah. view. And I, and I keep thinking, I'm like, if I got invited on a podcast, like intoxicated, would I be scared? And I go, yeah, that would be scary. Yeah. Cause it's long form. There's a bunch of segments. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's not like a quick half hour podcast. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like a I, deep dive. I've never listened to it. So like, I, I'm a little, I don't know what to expect, but no, no, that's not true. I listened to a couple in preparation of this. Well, you, you actually were, you expressed interest. Yeah, I bugged you, you. I bugged you before I started comedy. You teased out that you wanted to come on. Yeah, I did. I did. And then I kept that in mind or whatever. Yeah. And then I followed up with you. Do you know you. what you told me? You're like, you have to be doing comedy for a year before you can do it. That's what have you. Have you been doing it a year? I've been doing it over a year. Yeah. It's did a little really weird. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, you did. You did. I mean, but that's fine. not true. I think. I think that I was at a table. I was at a table with some other people who were also expressing interest, and it seemed that maybe that oh, was a. Oh, I see. Little, saving my ass a bit. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, think yeah. it probably might have been. Yeah, no. I'm it's, gonna... <laughs> it's been. I mean, I don't want to out you. I don't want to out you. I won't say who was at that table. Um, they know who they are. But you know what it is? It's fit. Fit is a thing with the show. Yeah, like I feel this, ready to do it. This like, is I feel not a ready. show for cagey bitches. <clears throat> no, I'm not cagey. Or people who like. I couldn't have like the way that I see it is is like if if I can look at someone and go I would have a drunk three a.m. heart to heart with this yeah, person yeah 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 that's, that's the, what I love about it that's the kind of guest for the show yeah it like not I don't know like there's not a lot of people there's some people who just don't like talking about personal stuff yeah and that's fine I totally, still love them totally but it's fine. just not what this show is well and that's what like so okay so I was telling you before but uh, for your listeners. 
my family probably the only ones uh, who are going to tune into this particular oh one. This well, particular one. Well, considering how many people you bring up to shows. Oh my god! Hey, everybody oh who's god. friends with Ryan, <laughs> yeah. welcome to Intoxicated. You should stay subscribed. Smash to the podcast. that subscribe button. Stay. Is that what you do? Smash, smash the subscribe button. Smash the subscribe Is button. Is that right? follow follow Intoxicated? Like, <laughs> welcome. Stay. Come for Ryan. Stay yeah. for me. Yeah. Oh my god. Come for me, everybody. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't stop. That's what he was saying earlier tonight. Um, anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, so I am, like, new to uh, getting high. Like, I only started getting high maybe four years ago. And um, and so I find, like, conversations while high are so much fun. Interesting. Um, I saw some friends a couple months ago who I hadn't seen in since before the pandemic, and we all got high together. And it was great because, like, we had never really had these, like, in-depth yeah. conversations. And I love that. So we're, we're going to see how this goes because my, you know. You took a couple sprays. I have a little spray that I use. Yeah, I have this little. Uh, not sponsored. Not but sponsored. Totally no, legal. NSLC, yeah. Totally legal. And, uh, yeah, it's just, like, a little, uh, you know, like, binaca or whatever. And, and it goes. Uh, it, you spray it and does it taste bad? It tastes disgusting, but uh. I, I'm, I'm used to it now. Like it's not, it's not so bad that you can't just wash it out of your mouth. Like it do, it's, it doesn't linger, but. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Okay. But it does the trick. That's like your, that's your. That's me now. Cause I don't even, I don't, it. I don't drink anymore. Well, for now, oh. I always say for now. So I stopped drinking four and a half months ago. Okay. That makes me happy. Cause yeah. I was like, I feel like sometimes people come on here and want to get drunk. And yeah, I'm like, no. I don't want to do that. No, no, it's, it's, it's Monday. It's Monday. It is it's Monday. Monday. Um, I'm stoked that you're here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. like someone who's like truly killing it and has had such a strong start in comedy. That's like really, really, no, but like really, really, truly. And you must know this because you're getting, you've stuck with it. And I think most people who start, they either, get that bug and they stick with it or they're, it totally terrifies them and they never do it again. Yeah. And you stuck with it. Yeah. I mean, I think I have, you know, some, yes, that is very kind. Thank you. First of all, um, I did theater for a long time. So Mm. being on stage is no problem. Like that, that's easy to me. That's second nature talking in front of people. No problem. My fear was like, is what I think funny other people are going to find funny. Like that was my fear. Yeah. And then, not the performance side. Not the performance side. And then what I realized right away was, okay, well, if I tell a joke and no one laughs, I never have to tell that joke again. Like I, I could go home and work on it if I was really in love with it. Yeah. But if nobody laughs, I just won't tell it again. Like to, that, that's me. I don't, I understand. Like I look at some people in the, in comedy and I see them work a joke and work it and work it and work it. And that's so impressive to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brain doesn't want to do that. My brain is like, what happened on the news yesterday? Let's talk about that tonight. Like, I don't want to... There are jokes, of course, now, because I've told them so often, that have become yes. honed. Yeah, and those are honed. probably ones that are what you would consider favorites. Yeah, me. and those are the ones that, like, okay, I'm doing a show in a new place. I'm mm. going to tell those. Mm. Or I'm doing a show, you know, that's paid or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do those, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if I'm doing a show that, like, is just fun, just a Tuesday night, Wednesday night show, whatever, Thursday night, whatever night of the week, I'm not going to out particular shows. <laughs> but you know what I mean, yeah. right? Like, I'm like, no, Open I'm going to try. I'm going to, like, you know, so-and-so died today. I'm going to talk about that. Or the convoy's going on. And, like, oh. I wouldn't tell convoy jokes now. It's been, like months right 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 but, like there was a good month there that like i would just keep adding to this little bit you write, that i had for do you do a new joke every single show um or I, a new little thing new I, little I wouldn't say bit. every show but I, I would say most shows for That's, sure that yeah. is like i'm well, i mean i feel like I, i'm hearing this from a lot of people who've started in the last year yeah a lot of new new people that are coming in is the fucking writing it's yeah. so goddamn impressive it makes people like me want to kill myself yeah. um don't do that but, but, don't do that 
Well, release release the episode first, at least. Release the episode first if we're gonna do this. No, but it's 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 good. It's it's good that you you all are like really writing all the time and constantly thinking about things like that. Because I, I truly envy that. Yeah, I should clarify though. I don't really write. Like I don't I don't write. Ah. Like I kind of like Riff. We'll talk to friends and like be talking about a subject and then just write that subject and kind of riff on it. Yeah, yeah. And like to me, like again, I don't think that's why I have a hard time saying like, oh, I'm a comedian or whatever, right? Because to me, yeah. it's just observations, right? And it's in the moment. Um, but I don't have like, like I could put together up 15 minutes probably now, mm-hmm. like after having done it for a year. And, and mm-hmm. you know, it's not all going to be genius or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But like um, I did a show in PEI and I did, you know, I don't know. It wasn't really a headline spot, whatever, but I was the last one and I did 23 minutes and like, that was, wow. that was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. But I have, I have For, stuff that I can do whether or not it's all good. I don't know. Well, and see, that's the thing, right? I, yeah. I really, I, I do think like new comics coming in to Halifax right now because of all of the stage time they can get and all of the work they can do and rooms like foggy goggle and rooms yeah. like red room and these amazing new rooms that are popping up. It's like people are learning at an accelerated rate. Yeah, absolutely. And I truly think it's making comics be like have more material quicker, yeah. but there is that backside of uh, perfection and polish, which all pros yes. will, will speak to. Yeah, absolutely. The importance of, you know, you see Claire Belford, you know, I, I've heard a lot of Claire's jokes a lot of times, yeah. but they're amazing every time and they're different every time. Yeah. But or they're slightly different. Talking about Claire. Yes. Yeah. Why not? Hi, Claire. Um, hi, Claire. <laughs> She's not listening Clara. to me. She doesn't Clara. care. Um, but I saw her last night and there was a whole chunk of jokes that whether, I don't know, maybe they were jokes she used to tell mm. or, but I had never heard them before. Yeah. And so then I was like, that's cool. Right. right? But like, so you know Carol Burnett, right? Like yeah. Carol Burnett does a show, well, she used to, I don't know if she's still doing it, but where she would travel around and basically just answer questions from the audience, right? Like, so like they would ask her whatever the fuck they wanted and she would just answer questions. And like that to me sounds great. Like I would love mm. to just get on stage and just like shoot the shit with people. Like, yes. you know, like whatever you want to ask about, ask about. interactive like, yeah, style shows. Yeah. But that's again, like I don't feel then. Like I don't, I don't necessarily refer to myself as a comedian. I, I tell people I do stand up comedy, but like it's it's just I think because you, I think you can say it at this point. I, I think I probably could, but like I get it though. I, yeah, I, 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 I was the same. I think there's a thing that goes along with that, and I think you know you have to. <clears throat> I look at people like Claire, like you know, there's a bunch of them in the scene, and I'm like, no, those are people who like treat this like a job. I for me, it's a hobby. Like it's a hobby. It's a fun little hobby. Yeah. If I can make some money here and there, great. But like, I don't have any. I was talking with someone last night about um, expectations, right? Ah. And talking about the idea of like, look, there are people I'm sure who start stand up comedy and think in two years they're going to have a Netflix special, right? Like that's just there. <laughs> like you know them, I know them, right? Um, but for me, I'm like, look, what would make me thrilled? Like, what is something? And like, you know, I saw the Halifax Pride comedy show this year, and I was like, yeah, if I could get on that show one day, like that would be yeah. great for me. Like, I would love that as like a like a a. a you know, as a goal. Right. Uh-huh, so what's uh-huh. the point in like being like, Oh, I want to, you know, play Vegas or whatever. Right. Like that's a great goal. If you want it, it's just not what I want. I like being at home. Too it's much. also a very unrealistic. Yeah. Goal. Yeah. You know, like, like especially Canadian comedy is so fucking hard. It's right. such a long grind that like, yeah, guys, if you want to be that ambitious, cool. But talk to me in te- and talk to me in five years. And talk to you, me in 10 years. Yeah, if you make like, it great. You make it great, but like the amount of work that has to go fucking into it isn't goddamn insane. Yeah, and the the payoff 
um, literally payoff yeah. is not a lot. And so you have to be very obsessed with stand comedy to pursue it as like your actual career. Yeah. I think there's a lot of us that take it very seriously, yeah. but it's not necessarily our pursuit as a career. Right. It's maybe an offshoot of like an area we want to go in. Yeah. At least that's how it is for me. Yeah, I think so. And that that's great too, right? Like for me, yeah. it just feels like, you know, if you... You could be the funniest, you could be the hardest working, you could be have all of these things, but there's luck in it too, right? Like there's really just luck of the draw sometimes. Like, you luck know, you happen to be in the right place at the right time. And, yep. Yep. Um, yep. you know, and that's not to diminish people because it, it is so much hard work, right? Like I would say it's like a ton of hard work, like yep. 90, 95%. Luck yep. is a little bit of it, but sometimes yeah. you need that little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and sometimes it is just your your style, like with festivals anyway um, and stuff like that. The impression I get is, is like the organizers of those festivals have a certain type of comedian in mind. And if you don't fit that, yeah, you're not you're not going to be it. Um, but then go make your own. Like, that's what I think is so fascinating. Right. Like to me. Yeah. I see like especially here because I didn't you know where other places I've lived. I never, I didn't do stand up, right? Like I wasn't involved in the scene at all. I would maybe go once in a while to see whatever. But um, what I find so fascinating here is like people are just making shit happen. Like they yeah. fucking do it on the commons. They do it in someone's apartment. They do it on someone's roof, whatever, right? And yeah. I think like, you know, you're going to attract then the people who want to be at a show like that, right? So true. Yeah. So true. So true. And Halifax is booming right now. Oh, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. truly booming, yeah. booming. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna go back to the beginning because okay, it's yeah, a very it. good place <laughs> to start. Is that sound of music? That is yeah. the sound of music. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite things, right? Mm. No, 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 no. It's uh, think again, think again. Doa deer. Well, do re mi is the name do, of the song, but yes, that goes do deer. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love this. I know you music. want. I know you want later. We'll talk about it later. But you want hot takes, and I asked Sam, asked my girlfriend. I said, uh, "What are what are my hot takes?" And she's like, "All your hot takes are about musicals. No one wants no, to hear about them." But off. I've got other ones. Well, I know. I know some musicals, not all. All right. Yeah. But I don't. No. I'm not like a hater of musicals. That's but good. I'm not a fanatic. Like I'm. I appreciate. You could be a hater. It's fine. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, we're going back to the beginning. So, yeah. so you and I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell them, tell them, tell we them have an we interest- well, actually like first we should say like you, you've been watching comedy for a long time before trying it, right? Like here yeah. or like in general. In like you were, you, you attended a bunch of shows. Like I think we went for about six weeks to Oasis, like almost every week. Like yeah. it wasn't a long time, but it was consistent. It was consistent. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got you. And yeah. then and then you were like, I think I'm going to yeah. try it. Yeah. And the impression I got was like, I'm just going to try this thing and, and yeah. that'll be it. It was, it was like, yeah, I was like, I'm going to try it. If I like it, great. And if I don't like it, I never have to do it again. Like it was something that like, you know, I, I don't know if you had experienced this before you started, but my whole life, people have said, you should try stand up. You should try stand up. You should try stand up. Right. Like yeah. that was just a people would tell me because mm. I I would host wedding, MC weddings or like host events or whatever. And people would just this would be the thing that they would ask. Um, right. So I wasn't like you weren't married to it, but it was always I wasn't married to it. Yeah, and I wasn't yeah. really that nervous. The first time I was nervous being up there, but I wasn't like nervous, nervous. Right. Like I just didn't know. Again, I didn't know if what I thought was funny was going to be funny. That was my biggest that's the, fear. That's the scariest that's part? The, yeah. That is yeah. the scariest part of all of this is is literally doing a joke that you love and that's so authentic. Yeah. And you just spray, spray it out there. Yeah. And you're like, mm, what's going to happen? 
Yeah. It's very scary. Yeah. And if like, you know, if, if I'm good and I look, I know I can get on stage and tell jokes and people laugh, right? Like that's, that's whether or not, you know, people that I admire find it funny, that's for whatever. Right. But I know that I can make a room laugh. So, but what I was going to say is like, I was very lucky to not have stage fright. I was very lucky to Mm. know how to hold a microphone, to know how to talk into a microphone, to know how to kind of control a room a little bit um, was not a skill that I, that I needed to learn how to do. Um, Like I, you know, you, you know how to like, if people are talking, you know how to kind of like deal with that in a way that's not just like running over or whatever. That does. Yeah. 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 I mean, I still get distracted for sure, but like, anyway, Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So that's that. So, okay. So, and, and, and I'm trying to also remember, like, okay, so we, Ryan and I mashed on some dating apps. When I was here, ago, I was here visiting. Long ago. Yeah. You uh, were just visiting. Yeah, I came out to visit before I decided to move. So uh, I was here for like a week one summer, and that's when I think we matched. We would have matched. Yeah. I suck at dating apps. I, I just do. You missed, you missed your shot. You missed your shot. Come on. You, we is, could be married by it's, now. It's Look, you missed your off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But we, but we went beyond dating apps. Like, I think we started following each other on oh, social media. Absolutely. And then that's how I knew you. I think that you, we matched and I said, Hey, I'm in town for a week. Do you want to hang out? And you said, I can't, but can you follow my podcast? I think is actually, I'm just kidding. That's not, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was going to say, who is she? I kidding. love her. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. She's, she's a working girl. She's a working girl. No. Yeah. So we, we matched and I do remember adding you to my Instagram or whatever. Yeah. 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 And then, but we had never met. We had never met. We had like, I would maybe like send an emoji, like, you know, you post a story or something right. like that. It was like that kind of like. It's that some, it's that online friend yeah. realm where like if you saw someone on the street, you would definitely recognize them and go, oh my God, like I know you from socials, but like yeah. it's a weird thing where you, you've never interacted in real life. Yeah. Um, and then that got ramped up to 150 when we did actually meet. Yeah, tell them where we met, Sarah. I'm going to take a little drink of this delicious Coke Zero. So I have a joke about it. This, well, not specifically about you, but I have a joke about this night. But um, a sex party. Yeah. And uh, organized. Yeah. I I think it's so funny because when you say sex party. Is that the right word for it? I don't don't call it orgy. No, it's not an orgy. Because an orgy, yeah, I know. Yeah, go ahead. In my mind, the orgies happened in all those little rooms. Like, this was like a house of orgies. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. Sex party to me is like, uh, like. Oh, it's a party where there's a lot of sex, which like, yes, but there's also other stuff too, right? Mm. Like there's also conversation. I mean, there's also like, you know, connections. But that's a a party. That's a party. So there's sex at the party. Yeah. I like, I like calling them clothing optional parties. That's what I like because that can encompass, that can encompass, well, it's, yeah. I mean, depending on what your definition of PG is, but yes, it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it encompasses it all. Yeah, I like but, that. But like, it's not just like because I think if you're like, hey, you want to go to a sex party, people are like, uh, I don't know. But if you're like, you want to go to, a club? well, maybe <laughs> not. Maybe the same. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Uh, listeners, let us know yeah, which one. Yes, you prefer. please tell us which. If, if you've ever, it is have a, a strange. It's a strange thing to describe. I met a friend. Um, well, I've had a friend for a while, and he he was the one who invited me to go. Yeah, and we still I, we, we still follow each other on Instagram. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's great. Showed yeah. I I don't know if I should say his name, but shout out to you. You, you know he, who he you knows. Are. Yeah, he knows. He, he knows. knows exactly who he is. Yeah, uh, very hot. Um, hot. He is hot. Um, <laughs> he is. I will say this. He is hot. I know. I will coastline on that. See, here's my. This is this is what is so like low key embarrassing. Yeah. 
for me because like I know that this is like you do this type of thing. This is kind of a realm for you. Yeah, this is this is for you guys who don't know yet. For yeah, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get into yeah. it. But for me, it was a one-off thing that I've never done before, and I haven't done since. Like it's truly one of the most. Would you do it again though? Would yes! you do it again? Yes. Yeah. But it, it has to be under the right. Like I'd have to go with the right people yeah. and be in the right state of mind. Like I think what was awesome about that night for me was like I was going with like someone I knew and trusted, yeah. and like his girlfriend, yeah. and like it was like the three of us going in there, and it was really fun. And because I had that level of trust with him, yeah. But I also didn't know him so well that it was awkward. So it was yeah, like the yeah, perfect yeah, like yeah. friendship level yeah. to like go into like one of those situations with. Um, but for me, it still remains like one of the craziest things I've ever done. Yeah. Um, which shows how fucking vanilla and no, no, lame no, 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 I no. am. I mean, it's it's. I think you know most society has never been to one, so you're crazier than a lot of them. Like I am. you know, yeah. So no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't look at it in that way. I th- I think it's becoming more popular now, though. Like it's definitely mm. like I think the pandemic. If people were like curious about that sort of lifestyle they're like took the pandemic to like be comfortable enough to try it like it definitely feels like there's more that's interesting yeah that's interesting because i would think it would go the other way like with covid and with the paranoia oh, well yeah i mean like during i'm not talking about well oh, i guess i right. guess yeah, covid yeah, yeah. isn't covid isn't over COVID yeah we isn't know over. we know we everybody COVID isn't over calm down calm down everyone please don't yell at us don't in the, uh, don't cancel us um but no but like i think like during that, the lockdowns, you know, like right. I'm not saying like during, oh, like, yeah, like yes, just like yes, yes. being at home with your partner and being like, hey, like we've talked about this before. What are some ways exploring to explore that? Yeah. Deeper diving into like things yeah. like that and exploring that. Um, I have to say, I know that there's like this weird stigma on things like this. Like people love to make fun of make fun of it or like say, ew, like what was in the, on the wall? Like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, there's yeah, this, of course. I mean, there's this I, kind yeah. of like negative fucking, and I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Cause like I truly, and I'm just going to be honest with y'all. It was the most consensual experience I've ever had. Yeah. Like, like I've had situations at parties that were like, I felt more perved on yeah. than that sex party. Yeah. It yeah. was very respectful, clean as fuck. Yeah. So cool. Very the, cool people. Very cool. Like attractive yeah. Hot people, which I was kind of low key surprised at. Yeah, I think that there's definitely was. this idea that it's gonna be like there's gonna be Gross. fucking jizz on the floors, yeah. and you're gonna and like like don't get me wrong, like not every <laughs> like I've been to uh, you know a number of these sorts of events in a number of places where these sorts of things happen uh, for research purposes. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, it, it's not always like that. But I think <clears throat> mm-hmm, that it mm-hmm. definitely is for me. For me, when I started first going, it was about feeling more comfortable in my body. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I'm kind of, like, a skinny guy and, like, you know, kind of, like, not. And until I was, like, like late 20s, early 30s, I would still wear, like, a T-shirt going swimming. Like, Mm. just, like, a T-shirt. Because Mm -hmm. I was nervous about being, you know, exposed my chest, right? And so, for me, these sorts of parties has become more, like, there's every body type there. There's every, like you talk about the hot people. Yes, there's, of course there's hot people, but there's just people of all kinds there and yes. doing their thing and loving themselves. And like, it's so free. It's very, very free. That's the word. That it's was, very, I actually couldn't agree more. Cause that's exactly what it was for me. Cause yeah. I was so fucking uptight. I like, I was just so fucking, I don't yeah. remember when we met and how much clothes I had on. No, I remember exactly. I remember exactly. You? Yeah, yeah, 100. No, no, I don't, Cause, to, cause, to be honest, I don't remember what you were wearing, but I remember where we were when we started By talking. the lockers, maybe. It was down, yeah, we were downstairs, it was a group of us talking. We had been talking for about like good 10 minutes. Cause like, you know, by this point, Sam and I were together and then um, her, uh, 
you know, we had friends there and we didn't know you guys. Well, I knew you, but we hadn't crossed that bridge yet. But like, um, I didn't know your friends, but I was like, we had been going long enough that if there were new people there that were kind of our age, we were like, who are these people? Like, we want to know who they right. are. So we kind of all started talking. And then, yeah, I think at one point I looked at you, I'm like, are we just going to acknowledge that we know each other? Yeah, like, are we going to, are we like, I don't know what you want me to say? Like, and then it was this real, like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. fancy seeing you here. Like, we haven't seen each other for the last hour. Like, you know, those are my favorite, right? When you're like, oh, you're here? Oh my God, I didn't even, and you're like, no, you're the first person I saw. Well, it was one of my in. fears was writing to somebody that like I knew either like through comedy or like like at this point I wasn't a comedian but I was like friends with the comics um you know like I was nervous about like yeah. running into someone who knew me no. um but like I with you it was fine because I was like yeah we're just like social media friends like yeah. it's not like it's not like you're gonna like do you know what, it's not yeah, like you're no, a co-worker exactly, yeah. or something now, that like is gonna like now I don't want to out anybody but was there anyone else there that you knew that night no okay other than the people I came with right okay because there are people, I'm not going to out anybody, but oh, like there were, there are other people. Oh, yeah, that, who that go. night so I was, specifically? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't remember that. that yeah. I don't remember. I don't think yeah. so. And I mean, I, I walked around quite a yeah. bit. So no, no, I saw, you, I you saw a lot of things. Yeah. You would have known. You would have known. And the other thing is too, though, that f just to go back to, I don't know if we're going to talk about this more somewhere else, but like, um, what also I think is really fascinating is like, I don't usually do anything at the parties other than yeah. talk to people. Yeah. Right. And like you can do stuff, of course. But like for me, it's more about just like meeting cool people and being in a setting where like you can be very open about being polyamorous or being queer or being whatever. And you just have the ability. You want to hit the bell? Hit the bell. Come on. Hit the bell. There I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm um, keep going. Hit but going. yeah, it's it's one of those things that like you f you feel so comfortable in these settings because you can talk to anybody. Like you go to a bar, right? You don't want to approach anyone. People are there like, you know, but this one you can just approach to have a conversation with because yeah. everyone there, at least, you know, is forward thinking enough. And that's not to say you can, you can be forward thinking and not go to these sorts of things, but mm -hmm. they are forward thinking sexually, relationship wise, romantically enough that you're going to have some stuff in common. And what I personally love about it is, as we know, I'm Demi and I'm yeah. very weird with attraction and I'm really weird with sex and intimacy and stuff. Yeah. An event like that, I'm not me anymore. Yeah. I yeah. am Sarah. Yeah. But I'm stepping into a world where for a night I can be out of my stupid mental cages yeah. that get in the way of me exploring, I guess, like the more raw side of sexuality. Yeah. Um, like it's almost like I'm playing a character. And it almost makes me feel safer to do that in that type of, of environment because you go in and you know what it is. Everyone knows what it is. Yep. There's no questions asked. It is not like a host party where you would go and you'd have to feel out the weird social yep. obligations and shit. Like, it's just what it is and it owns what it is. And, and that, that's what I love about it. That is even heightened when you go to an event like that in a city where you don't know anybody. Oh. Because then the, you don't even have the fear. You don't even have the oh fear of running into someone you know there. Be wild. Right? Like, I mean, maybe you do. Maybe like they happen to be on vacation where you are or whatever. But like, you know, we've been to some other places where they have like, you know, actual full clubs, like full oh. on like dance floors and like, God. you know, like all sorts of stuff. And like it's it's a totally different it's a totally different vibe when you just are like yeah nobody knows who i am here i it's can just totally kind of be whoever city. i want like what well, are the chances yeah. you'd run into anybody yeah, absolutely like you're even more free yeah um so that was a really cool thing and we didn't like like to clear like 
you you make jokes with this that I have to <laughs> yeah. clarify every time. Yeah. But people are going to wonder. Yeah. Nothing happened between no, Ryan no, and no, I. No, no. We're friends. We're, we're, buds. Yeah, we're, we're just homies. By the time we met, you were with Sam. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like also too, like, I mean, I did, I hooked up with two couples. Um, yeah. But like, I also met like another couple there that I, I'm still friends with. And, and like one of them came to the uh, more than the tip. Oh, really? Show. Yeah. Yeah. So it was interesting. It was fun. Who? Oh, wait. I think I, I know who it is. I know exactly who yeah. it is. Yeah. You yeah. Okay, might yeah. not like recognize her. Yeah. No, no, no. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Because so, I didn't. She, she she added me on Instagram and I didn't have. She messaged me. And it's like, do you really not know who I'm? I'm, I'm like, fucking I have no idea. <laughs> but that's the thing. Some people, some people change their looks in a way to come to these sorts of parties where they can be exactly what you just said, which is someone else. Right. Like they get this opportunity to be a character, a character. Right. Yeah. Or like a character yeah. or like a um, like a part of themselves that like they never really that's right. got to explore. Like the, right? And that's what I feel fascinated about it, because yeah. like the people that you met there, like you find out that they're like they're receptionists. They're yeah. they work at car dealerships. Yeah. They like and it's just it's just wild to me because you go, we are all fucking freaks. Yeah. Like every single one of us <laughs> has a freaky side, yeah. um, a kinky, freaky side. And like. This is just a place where all of that can come out judgment-free. Yeah. And that's the biggest is thing. Amazing. It's just judgment-free. And right, right yeah. for me, that is like where I try to come at now in like all aspects of my life, right? Like where I, you know, have to assume for my own brain that people are doing the best that they can, yeah. right? Because otherwise, like if, if I start assuming that people like are just everyone's a piece of shit, which I know some people do and that's cool, but like, I can't live life. Like what's the point in living life then? True. Right. Like if we, we at least acknowledge, look, do we all rise to the occasion every time? Fuck no, of course not. I, I don't often. Right. Yeah. But as long as we're trying, I think that's like an acknowledge that that's what everybody else is doing. That's um, a great point. Yeah. 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 Anyway, but that's, that's like that helped from being within this, like going to these sorts of parties and yeah. these sorts of clubs and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So freaking cool. And I remember like after the fact, like when I started seeing you at shows, yeah. um, one thing that I remember, I'll never forget, it was so fucking funny to me. Like you and Pam were at Gus's one night and I stayed back and we chatted. Yeah, yeah. This was before you started comedy, I believe. Yeah. Or maybe it was close to around the time that you started. But um, we were talking about the night. Yeah. And it was really, really funny because we were like getting into it and talking about things. I'm like, and then I, I don't remember how it came up someone was just like, what are you into? And I was just like, I'm a sub. And you literally like rolled your eyes and you're like, of course. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> that was the funniest thing because it was just like, you were just so like, yeah, oh, no shit. Like, of course you're that. But I just thought that was so it's, funny. It's funny though. Like I love to, that's funny. That sounds like something I'd say. I love to like, just like, I'm, I don't know. I've always been very good at kind of reading people. Yeah. Like just like really like kind of like looking at someone and being like, Ooh. I feel like these are your, your things. Ooh, and like, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, not in, not in like any sort of like weird, I know you're into the Zodiac and astrology, not, not in any way like that. Not that I think I'm like, whatever, but I don't know. I'm just a, a people person. Do you think there's something to the idea that like people who are more out there, extroverted, loud, aggressive, like in real life, are more sub. Yeah, 100%. Like in their in their bedroom life? Yeah. Night like, life? Okay, so if you are a family member watching oh, this, yeah. just, just skip over this for now. We That's should fine. probably That's fine. put that I in will, will long ago. Sarah, Sarah, I would put say. in a little clip at the beginning of the sex party stuff. Uh, <laughs> employers, family, yeah. please uh, skip away. 
Yeah, I mean, I know people who are like, look, I'm I'm not gonna like really like have good, well-paying, important jobs who are strong, super strong women who also like to indulge in like just being super, super submissive, right? And I think it's just this opportunity to like turn off this other side of you yeah, and like turn off this like boss bitch or whatever they yeah. say now, like side of you and just be like, whatever, right? Tell like, me what to do. Yeah, like, I yeah. don't want to, I don't want to work. I don't want to work tonight. Yeah. Like I don't, I, don't I don't have, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty progressive person. I think I'm not like, you know, insane, but like, I'm pretty progressive. And, um, there's still something within biology that like, you know, if, we were at the roast battle and someone told Sam to fuck off and I wasn't there, but I went to like oh. find this guy. Like I was going to, because she told them to anyway, it doesn't matter. They were talking. Um, okay. but I like went to find this guy. Like, what am I going to do? Right. Like, what am I going to do? Give him a stern, like talking to, but like, I, I went into this like crazy protector mode yeah. where like, and, and again, like I'm not like a man needs to protect woman person at all. Um, but yeah, every so often you just kind of like flip into this, like, you know, different thing, like this sort of gender, role thing right yeah and maybe not everybody does but just for me it definitely like it, it cl- clicks in from time to time it plays right? a part and you can't really find it yeah it's just I, a natural like instinct yeah. and i think for women with that submission right like there's just there's mm-hmm. just something inherently there i, I i'm not smart enough to talk about it and like don't that's actually me, like a like, really good point because if you think about like romance novels and shit yeah. like it's always like the guy pursuing the girl yeah. and like you know when you think about like love scenes and like movies like it's always missionary the girl on bottom like it's do you know what i mean yeah. like it's yeah. it is this weird this weird thing it's the thing too though like where i don't know you're you're 35 you said so yeah. i'm 41 so that, you know we're close-ish um and but like when I was growing up, I was like, oh, you have to like, if you like a girl and like, you know, you just have to grab her and kiss her. And like, that's the romantic thing to do. Right. And like now, yeah. of course, that's terrible. Now it's but like, awesome. but that's like growing up. Right. Like everything I knew about romance was from movies where it's like, oh, she's not that into you, but you're going to you're going to win her over. Yeah. Right? Stand outside with a boombox. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, grand right? gestures. And like, yeah. yeah, grand gestures. Oh, my God. The I still number, like the grand gestures. Who, I like just, doing them. Yeah, I like doing I, them. I like them. Yeah. I'm sorry. You like them from, you like them from, you like them from, here's the thing. You like them from the people that you want them from. Uh, bingo. Right. Bingo, bingo, but I mean, that's, bingo. That's fair. That's fair. Like no bingo. one wants to be grabbed and kissed by someone they don't like. Right. Yeah. But it's, true. it's, yeah, it, it, it's just a different way of looking at things. It's a totally different yeah. way of looking at things. Um, so that's like our origin story, origin which story. is very interesting. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to know someone who was there like on yeah. that night because I, like I said, it is still truly one of the coolest things I've done. Not to brag. Um, I'd love to do it again. Yeah, um, you should, you should, you should. They're fun. And, They're fun. And going back to what you said about uh, not doing anything at them. Yeah. That was my plan. Yeah. 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 There's nothing, there's, there's no, I tell people all the time, I'm like, you should just come. It's cool people. Like it's cool, chill people. And like, that's really what it is. Right. Like, yeah, of course there's people, there's some people who go and like, they're looking just to have sex. There's nothing wrong with that. Like that's, you know, people who maybe have kids or whatever. And they're like, this is our one night out this month. Like, do you know what I mean? We're going to like go ham or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's just, everyone goes for different reasons. And I think that like. There shouldn't be any sort of like stigma about it. Lower your like lower, yeah. lower your what's the word um, in, in inhibitions. Yes. yes, yes, lower them. Lower them. Um, so we're warmed up now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get into the first segment, mm-hmm. which is the assumptions. Oh my god, this I'm so excited about this. I wish everyone would tell me their assumptions about me. 
honestly, like, I'm just curious. Well, like, this is I, why I like this segment because yeah. it plays into perception. Yeah. And our perceptions of each other. Yeah. Um, whether that be what we know, uh, like from real life, but also like social media, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so let me see. So I'm going to put these two assumptions kind of together. Okay. And this is, <laughs> so I said that you, I feel like you're someone who has a lot of free time, but you also probably are, have a good amount of money. Let me explain myself <laughs> because of your active social life and how you're always seem to be doing cool things. Yeah. Either like out and about socially or like you're like watching a lot of shows. Yeah. And I just think, when does this guy work? Oh yeah. Um, well, so I, my so free time and money. Yeah. My both. main job, I do transcription work. So I set my own hours. So I just sit and type all day. So I like do not. Yeah. I can check my phone when I want. I can wake up early and work. I can work late. So like, you do I, work. Yes, I do work. I do work. But you, you're so social. You do yeah. so much. But like, I think that for me, a part of a big part of that is because I don't work with anybody. Right. So I don't have, I don't have the, I'm not social all day. Right. Surprise. So like, I don't have to go to an office. I don't interact with anyone. My boss sends me work and like, sometimes we'll talk on the phone if there's a problem, but like from day to day, I don't, I don't interact with anyone job wise. Oh that, see, that makes total yeah. sense. And that's something I did not know. Yeah. So then, then I will go out at night. Like, you know, I'll just go to a show. Also like, I mean, we were talking about this, but I live downtown, right? Like, I mm. live, like, walking distance really anywhere in Halifax. Right. And so that makes it a lot easier, too, because you don't have to, you don't have to worry about the bus. You don't have to worry about not drinking enough. Or, or sorry, drinking too much. Freudian <laughs> uh, <laughs> slip. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I got high, and it's kicking in now. <laughs> oh, there um, it is! Uh, but, yeah, no, so anyway, so it's it's one of those things where, like, yeah, that that's why. I, I wouldn't say I have a lot of money. I would say that... Um, I, I am someone who spends the money I have. Let's just say, like, I'm not a save. Like, if you were to look in my savings, there's not much in there, right? Honestly, like, I'm like, yeah. That's reassuring. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't know why I was like, I feel like he has a lot of money. No, no. Because, like, you just do so much cool, cool stuff all the time. I hope friends that knew me before <laughs> I moved to Halifax listen to this because the fact that they're like, I th you know, yeah, no, no. And also, I mean, we... I got very lucky when I moved here and with help from my family bought a small town, like condo, small little condo. Um, and it was like before the boom and it was from someone who really, really wanted to sell it. And I got it for like a incredibly low price. And so my mortgage is small too. So that helps. Um, right. But, but no, like I, and I think living with someone obviously now is easier too. There's more money. Yeah. But, um, but no, I wouldn't, I also am pretty good at finding ways to get into places for, like I'll help, I'll offer to volunteer. Right. And then I don't oh. have to pay to go or whatever, or like I find a lot of free things to do. Uh, okay. The next assumption I have. Yeah. Is you've had great birthday parties <laughs> because you have tons of friends. So oh. I'm going to assume that you always have a good birthday and you always have friends around you on your birthday and your birthday parties have been popping. Um, you hosted a fucking comedy show on your birthday. That's true. I did uh, this year. But no, the two two before that we were in lockdown for both of my oh. birthdays. Yeah. Actually, the year I turned 40. We were oh, in lockdown. Oh, shit. Yeah. We were in lockdown on my 40th birthday. Um, yeah. I mean, I like I like having people around. I'm at an age now where like I 
I want, I'd be more happy if other people planned the parties and I could just come to them. Right. But they don't know how to do them properly. So I need to still plan them until they figure that out. Right. I, I feel that hard. I like, I like things the way I like them. Right. Like I, I, I'm, I, it doesn't have to be fancy, but I want it to, to be good. And, um, yeah, no. So I have big birthday parties. Um, I just love that so much. Cause it's so, I, I'm the exact same way. Yeah, like, I'm like such a perfectionist in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. I love birthdays. I love birthdays. I'm not one of these people who is like, doesn't want to celebrate a birthday. I'm always happy to celebrate my birthday. Um, We had to get pretty creative when, uh, you know, like Sam's first birthday that we were together was in lockdown. Both of my first birthdays uh, together when we were in lockdown or the first and second birthday. Um, So we had to get pretty creative. Um, But I definitely like the idea of it being all about me for a day. Or a week or a month. Like, that's great. That's fun. And, like, just that little being able to have that excuse of, like, you know, can you get me some more pop because it's my birthday? Like, my poor girlfriend, if she listens to this. I am so good at, like, being a piece of shit. Like, I'm so good at it. So she'll be like, (laughs) I'll be like, I'll be like, what are we having for dinner? And she'll tell me and I'll be like, okay, do you want to make it? Because you're so good at making that. Like, I'll just, like, have these little, like, dumb, dumb things. Like, uh, and <laughs> you say things in a way that make it seem yeah. like a compliment, but it's, it's your way of like being like getting you, what you yeah, want. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. I can. T- my mom told me like, this is like when I was young, but she's told me re- through my life. She's like, whatever you want, you get like, she's like, you just have always been very good at like, yeah, I don't want to say manipulating cause that sounds so bad, but like you're, you're very good at like getting people to a place that they want to do what you tell <laughs> I love, no, I think it's a great trade Yeah, because there's so many people out there that just, they just, they don't step it up. They don't do what they want. They don't ask for what they want. You have to. They don't strive for what they want. And it's like, if we can do it, why not? You have to. We're here. Look, look, I'm going to assume you don't believe in heaven. Like, or like, I'm just going to assume you're not a religious person. Like, sorry, that's the funny I don't know. Is that like, is that fair? Um, I'm not religious. Do you believe in heaven? God, that's a deep question. I don't yeah. know. I think I think I have I, to. I like to believe in an afterlife. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I, I'm like, there has to be something because it's too crazy to think yes. that like I'm just going to be gone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I I'm think I, I've come to the point where like, I think like if you are in heaven, that there's a heaven and we all get in, everybody gets in. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody gets in. But if you lived by the rules of whatever religion you are, you get like a gold star that you get. Not gold, not gold star. That sounds bad. You know what? Like a sticker. A sticker that says, I, I lived a good life on earth. Right. And you can just point at that anytime. Because that's all those people really want. Right. Like, they just want to be a little bit better. A little bit above. Than everybody yes, else. Right. So true. And then if you're a bad person, someone the other day, they're like, well, what about bad people? Like, what if Hitler's down there? I'm like, well, we all know what Hitler looks like. Right. So like if he comes up to me, I'm not talking to him. Like, I'm like, dude. They'll just like, be loners. Yeah, heaven. exactly. Yeah. He'll just have to be a loner, which is fine, which or is fine. Maybe if, if we're talking, if heaven ho- has like hotels. Yeah. Like the bad people will be like at a motel. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, like, fair. The middle of the road people will be at like a double tree. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, Doubletree has good cookies, though. I don't know. Have you ever stayed at a Doubletree? No, and I wish I did on the night of the Dirty Show. I oh really God, should have should. done that. You should. Uh, so when you check in at a Doubletree, here's a little plug. When you check in at a Doubletree, they give you a warm cookie. Oh, Do you know that's that? so cute. Yeah. yeah. The first time I ever really, really traveled on my own, I stayed at a Doubletree. And I went in and like, <laughs> whatever did the thing and they're like would you like a cookie i was like what i had no idea Excuse and like me? fuck they, it was like the best cookie. oh my god yeah. that's that's uh, honestly next time you do a show at dark side just go to the desk and be like i'm i hear you have free cookies or save it when you stay but like 
I should have done it the night of the show. Yeah. Cause honestly, like I, yeah, that's what I did the night of Kyle's show. Like both nights I had a room. Cause it, I'm just like, nice. if you're there, if you're yeah. there, it's not fun to like, I want to be able to just shower there, get ready there not have to drive. And yeah. Have like a get ready space, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, <laughs> love it, love it, love it, yeah. love it, love it, love it. Okay. Okay. Is that it? Is that yeah, it? Do you yeah, have more, yeah. do you have yeah, more yeah. assumptions? So, so I'm, I'm kind of right, but also not really. Yeah. I, I love birthdays. I love being people celebrating me. Yes. I yes. That. That's that. That is a good Did assumption. something again? Taurus. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Um, okay. Uh, you've applied for Big Brother. <laughs> no. You haven't? No. Would you I apply think, for Big Brother? I think, first of all, I would. Where, do you watch Big Brother? So. I used to. Okay, okay. I have not in a long time. Okay. I, when was the last season I watched? Like maybe three or four years ago, I stopped watching. Yeah. Um, I used to be fucking diehard. Would you, would you watch like the live feeds and stuff like that? Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So I, so. I also w- listen to podcasts <laughs> recapping the episodes. Okay. And okay. the live feed updates. So I, I was diehard survivor person. So oh, like nice. would watch Survivor all the time. And mm-hmm. the first season of Big Brother, I watched it. And I think at that time in life, like this was, I'm old, right? Before PVRs and stuff, right? So like right. if you missed it, you were Screwed. done. And I've always been a social person. So I wasn't like, I watch a lot of TV, but the invention of PVR has made TV so much easier for me. Um, so like uh, Sam and I, Sam really liked Big Brother. So last summer we watched it and the cast on the show was so good. And like so just lovable and stuff. And now we're watching this season and they're just a fucking bunch of idiots. Like they're just really? like awful, awful, dumbass people. There's a couple of good people, of course. But anyways, no, I've never applied. I did when I was like 19 or 20. So it wouldn't have, I don't think it would have been Big Brother, but it was some sort of Canadian reality show where people lived together. Like Interesting. I, it was like the real life Toronto or some, it wasn't that, but it was something like that. Fascinating. Um, and I went and stood in line to apply to be on it. But then it, the lineup was taking too long and I had to go to work. So I was like, I'm not going to stay. Like, nice. so that was that. That's that the good. only time I've ever tried to. Would apply. you apply? Yeah, I think I would be so good at Big Brother. You would be so yeah. good I, at I it. I think I would because I'm very good at making everyone think I like them, even when I don't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I'm saying this as someone who yeah. very much so likes you. I, you are good at that. I I don't know where I stand with you. No, no, we're friends. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. But it is, um, it is, it is a skill. It is. That you, know, you could use in Big Brother. Yeah, I think I would love to do it. I, I don't know, to be honest, I don't know, m- like, mentally, brain capacity-wise, if I could handle being with the same group of people for that long. So I, I don't yeah. know what that would do to me. But, like, it's, I, I don't, and I, you know, I just, at this point in my life, it's not something I'd ever be interested in. But, oh, like, yeah. if it was, like, 15 years ago, and I, here's the thing. If it was 15 years ago and I was as confident in myself as I am now and, like, as happy with myself as I am now, then, like, I would love to do it. Oh, my God. That's exactly how I see yeah. it, too. Yeah, Because I, I see it as I would never do it now. But, like, there was, I, I've auditioned two or three times yeah. for Big Brother Canada. Oh, one I sent in an audition and then the other two times I auditioned in person. Um, and there was a time where I was really fucking going for it. Yeah. I was like, I really want to fucking be on Big Brother. And people were telling me, you would be so, yeah. I think people were essentially just like, you would be someone people would make fun of. Like, if Do you? you were on the show. No. <laughs> like, like, like I got the impression that people were saying that I would be like a polarizing person. And I was like, I kind of agree, but those are the best people on Big Brother. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully polarizing in a good way, right? Yeah, like but either no. lo- love or hate, like a Rachel Riley. Yeah, we, see, I don't even know who that is. Like, that's the you thing. You know Rachel I, no, Riley? No, no I, I've only watched the two seasons. Wait, US or Canada? US, US, okay. yeah. Okay, you haven't watched any Canada? I haven't, no. 
it's a it's such a commitment right it's such a like three times a week that is like a big commitment i would implore you yeah. to not watch all seasons of big brother canada yeah. but the first season okay the first season I'm is something else first season because of the finale okay and what happens in the finale oh my God. and i it's just one of those things where i think you would fucking love it yeah. I would suggest watch season one, screw the rest. This, yeah. I I find when those shows are good, they are so good. So like, good. So good. So good. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yes. no, I totally so agree. to answer that assumption, no. No, we, never audition for any sort of TV talent, anything like that. Interesting. No, no, interesting. No. Interesting. Sorry interesting. to disappoint you. I'm 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 not doing so good. No, no, this um, you I think you got the first two. Okay. Well, I, I just wrote underneath, he'd be good at it. Yeah. You'd be good at Big Brother. Yeah. So that's correct. Um, so this, I mean, in this, you might have maybe kind of answered this earlier, but I just I just wrote, like, because of the um, the kink community, the, yeah. the things that we do when we're not doing comedy, yeah. you know, I don't know what you would call that. Nighttime activities? Like, I don't know what the word is, Ryan. Well, like, ask the question, then I'll tell you what, what a good word. Like, I feel like that version of you is yeah. probably very different from what like a lot of us know. Like your oh. your archetype or like who you are. Well, what's what's, a, I don't, what's my archetype? But what's that's my the thing. archetype? I don't know that side of you, but I can only assume that it it might be very different from what you. Are you asking? On. Are you asking if I'm a dominant? Is this like? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm so, trying to dance just, around uh, yeah, yeah. it. No, just ask. I'm just trying um, to dance around it. You know, from for okay. So here's the thing, and again. If family's watching this, just skip over. Morning, morning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, you were talking about how when you came to the club, you felt like you were able to like be a different character. Yeah. Right? When it comes to sex and sexuality for me, I really like to, whoever I'm with, right, whatever they're looking for, I like to see if I can adapt to ah. what they're looking for. So like, let's just say that it's someone who likes uh, degradation, right? Yeah. Um, let's just say it's someone who likes degradation. I'm so embarrassed. Um, but don't, don't edit this. Don't edit this. Keep it all in. Um, you hear that, Sarah? He wants to yeah, keep it in. Yeah. Keep it all in. Um, I want it to be real. Uh, anyways, if that's what they like, like, look, there are people, let's take me aside. Okay. Yeah, 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 there yeah, are people yeah, out yeah. there who have sex where, you know, whoever is the sort of top or dominant is saying really awful things to someone like really degrading, awful things. Fucking terrible right? things. It is fun for people to tap into that. Now, that's what the difference is between someone who can tap into that as a character or for the fun of it versus someone who like genuinely thinks those things. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. And you can tell. It's very yes. easy to tell the difference between the two. But, you know, so for me, like I think that my my, you know, lifestyle friends, I hate that word. That's but it's the like, word I was looking it's a, for. It's a good, it's a word that works, but I, I hate it. It's a broad I would term. say my lifestyle friends, if they see me doing stand up, they're like, oh no, that's Ryan. Like, that's who I know. Oh, uh, okay. But, but I think like when it comes to play, for lack of play. a better word, then like, yeah, there, there's all sorts of different things based on your mood, based on who's there, based on who you're with, based on. You're XYZ. a chameleon. Uh, yeah, sure. A shape shifter. Shape you adapt shifter. to whoever you're Yeah, I with. can. I mean, I don't, I don't know that like, I'm really into like being degraded myself. Like if someone wanted to do that, I'd be like, you're probably 
barking up the wrong tree for this, oh, right? Yes, but okay. like, yeah, like you know, yeah. I get I get that shame when I go on stage. I can I can get it other places. I don't. Need to get that is fucking fair, man. Which is weird because I kind of low key like being the great. I don't know. Yeah, but that's different from your stand up too, right? Because on your stand up is very aggressive. Like it feels very like pointed and in your face right so that you is different from maybe what you like yeah i want it back at me right when i'm yeah not doing that's interesting that's so fucking fast i just find it fascinating i love talking about it i think it's i think it's such a like a a fascinating thing about human nature yeah just like who we are like it's the same idea of like when we talk when people fucking talk about like what kind of porn people watch yeah it is Fucking wild, the shit that we do when we're horny. Yeah. And I mean, you, and like, that's why, like, you know, for most guys, right? Like, you have an orgasm and then you, like, everything but, floods back into your head. Post night clarity, like, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it's just so much easier to go to bed, right? So to, I'm not going to have to deal with this, like, shit I just said to this person or the things I just did or whatever right? or the, what I just watched. I'm just going to go to bed and forget about it. And well, then it's I'll good wake that you can be go horny to, again. It's good that you can sleep at night. I know. After, I know what after, you do. I know what you do. <laughs> I know what you do. You plan your wedding. I've heard the joke. I've heard the joke. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's such a weird thing, though. Like, like for me, that sex party was a very weird experience because it was so cool. But the day after was one of the worst days of my life because, because of something that happened there or just like, because shit happened. I don't think I was ready for what happened. And I don't think I had proper, a proper transition from what but, went down to back to real life. There you, was no real like. Do you know what that is though? Like aftercare. that, that well, it's not just aftercare. There is something very serious called drop. And they call subspace, it subspace. Right? Well, no, subspace is like what you get into, right? But then oh, right, right, the right. next few days are like what they call drop, which is essentially like, you know, uh, so I've done MDMA a few times. Um, mm. And like, I don't know if you've ever done that, but like, no. you feel like shit for it's, the next couple of days, right? And like, right. like to the point that we went to see Marcel the Shell, that movie, and I bawled through it. And then we left and a friend of ours sister works at the movie theater. So we're walking out and she's like, how was the movie? What was it about? And I started crying about, or I started talking about it and I started crying again. And then I went to the washroom to like, whatever, calm myself. And then Sam and I are walking home and she's like, so like, why did you cry? And I started talking about it again, like 10 minutes after and like still start crying again. Like MDMA fucks you up. The point is drop is like, you know, you've just had these like euphoric, probably like wonderful feelings, high, really, really high feeling amazing about yourself. And then you're like, Oh, I'm in my bed and like back to my normal life. Right. Like, and so of course there's some sadness. It's, it's no different than like coming back from a vacation and being sad about that. Right. Like, and so if you don't know how to deal with that, yes, aftercare is another thing that's super important, but drop is something that like, you know, I know people who are like, yeah, the day after I go to a party, I just like plan the day as like, I'm going to have a bunch of candy around. I'm going to watch all my favorite movies. I'm going to sit in my pajamas all day, like genuinely have a plan worked out of like how they're going to spend their day after. Because it's a lot to process. It's a, it's a ton to process. For me, I think that the issue was, was the fact that I hooked up with two couples who in the end were left with this amazing experience and probably grew stronger together because of it. And I had no one. Yeah. So it was this weird feeling of like almost being like I was, kind of felt a little bit used, but like I, I fully was like wanting to be used yeah, at, yeah. in the moment. Yeah. Um, but it, it was this like weird feeling of like loneliness. Did they check the in with you at all? Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. The next day. Yeah. yeah. But it was more like, Oh, that was fun. We did yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it wasn't like, how are you doing? But, and then the question is too, like with them is like how, and I don't know. Right. But like, yeah. how new are they to it? Because like, like now having done like 
you know, having been involved in a lot of these sorts of things, you kind of start to realize like, right. look, I should just like, if, if something happened last night, I should just check in. Yeah. So like, I'm really like, and again, I'm a texter. I like love to just be in contact with people yeah. all day because I don't have people at work. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a lot of fun. It's like, it, it but it, but it, it needs to have that level of, you know, accountability for lack of a better word, yes. where like, okay, I'm going to make sure that if, you know, they call it a unicorn for a reason, right? Like if yeah. someone is like willing to like be a single person and come in and join us, we need to make sure that we're going to like take care of her after, which I'm sure they just didn't think about it. And like, that you was know, the it's thing. Not nothing. It was nothing where I went like, these people don't care about right, me. Yeah. It, it wasn't really even like that. It was just like, I went to watch and a lot more happened. Yeah. And I was also like very in love with someone at the time that I was kind of um, like, we had like a long distance phone relationship. Right. Um, and I was kind of using that scenario to like turn him on. And, right. And I was using, and then he kind of dropped off and I was just like, oh, this feels like, I feel like garbage. But it was also like, correct me if I'm wrong. It was also like between Christmas and New Year's, right? Yeah. Which is a hard time oh, as well, right? Like, like that's I mean, so not, true. not for me, but I, like, so I, I love Christmas. Like I love Christmas, but like, um, I have been, we, I was telling you earlier, so I, before I met Sam, I'd been single for about eight years. Mm. And so I had a lot of alone Christmases, right? And so I know that that can be, and I love Christmas, but I know it, being alone on Christmas is not an easy thing. And so, so then fun. when you're like, not only alone, but like, oh, I had this great experience, but like now I'm in bed alone. Now and whatever. what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. It's like a now what? Because now those couples are probably like banging harder because yeah. of this fun thing that they did. But yeah. like, I'm still alone without intimacy. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a, it just very very eye-opening yeah eye-opening experience I, I didn't know you were single for that long eight years yeah, yeah I didn't time. realize it was that that length of time yeah it was a long time like I I would I shouldn't like it wasn't totally single I would date girls for two months or three months or anything but like Short nothing terms. that I would have called a relationship right and yeah okay yeah. so you were you were still getting some during those times <laughs> yes yes so like just yes. not not dating not dating. Not dating. Oh, no, well, no, no, dating, dating but not, 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 not long a relationship. Long, got you. Yeah, long term. Got you, got you, got yeah. you, got you. Oh, yeah, no, I was all over the apps, like all over the apps. I thought for some reason you and Sam were together longer. We've been together um, for just over three years now. It seems longer than that, but yeah. that's a good thing when I say that. It yeah, no, that it's, solid. I mean, I haven't even been here four years. It's like, wild. We, I moved here and we met like four months afterwards. That's fucking wild. Yeah. It's I, <laughs> a joke that's like East Coast hospitality. They're like, <laughs> you moved here and here's a perfect girlfriend for you who like has everything you need in a person and well, wow. almost everything. But yeah, no, it was like, it's, it's, in, it, like I, I, she won't like this if I talk about this, but like, sh I love her. Like Aww. I, she is like the best possible human for me. And like, of course we fight. Of course there's like issues. Like we have them all the time. Mm. Right. But like. I just can't imagine wanting to try to get through life with anybody other than her. Aww, and like, it's the best. <laughs> that's so sweet. Yes. That's, a, that's a great way to say it. Yeah. Cause it's, that's all we're trying to do. That's all we're all trying to do. Right. And I'm not even convinced that we're going to make it to like, not her and I, but like the human race is going to make it to like, <laughs> like I'm not. It's I'm a, lot, a, lot, a, lot, a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm like, yeah. 10 but, years. But when we don't, you'll have someone. Yeah. To embrace What's that? There's a, is there's, a, there's a movie or something like searching for someone for the end of the world yes. or something like that. It's that sort a of idea, right? A friend world. for the end of the world, right? Well, and that like, movie. thankfully I find her attractive and we have sex. So perfect. Yeah. I was like, what a win. What a win. Fucking win, man. Very happy for you. You guys are great. Sorry if I'm talking too much. No, 
it's a podcast. Okay, what you're supposed good. to do. Okay. Um, so okay, I'm gonna get through these n- next <laughs> couple assumptions, and we're gonna move on. Okay, to I'll the, rapid fire it to the I'll rest. Okay, here we go. People are always shocked at your age. Yes, always. People think you're way younger than yeah, you are. Yeah. When people find out that Sam and I have 14 years between us, because she's 27, they are floored. Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. She's, but you know, you truly don't look. No. No. You're, you look way younger. Yeah. I'd put you at my age. 35. Yeah. At, at least. Yeah. Yeah. No. Or that's, like. 30 to 35. Yeah. Like in that that's range. usually, I get like 32, 33, 34 usually if I just ask people. Yeah. And do you like that about yourself? Um, or I mean, is it a it's, weird thing? It's, I guess it's better than the alternative, right? Like being 41 and looking 51, I guess. True. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's become a joke now more than anything. Um, right. It did, it did make dating hard. Like dating women my own age, it made it hard. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, okay. The last one, which I think is no, well, I'm actually maybe, We'll see. Uh, I just wrote that you have a large social battery and people don't yes. drain you easily. Yeah. Uh, n- yeah. Yeah. I do. I, 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 I just love people. Like I find yeah. people fascinating. Same. And if you have like, like this sort of thing, like, you know, I don't want to do a podcast, like have one, but I would love to just sit around and talk to people. Yeah. Right. Like, um, it, it, People are fascinating. Conversation. Conversation and like good conversation. Like I'm not good with small talk. I'm terrible with small talk. Like I yeah. don't want to have it. Yeah. Um, I have, I always tell people when I go on a first date, I'm like, I have like no first date etiquette. I will ask you everything. You don't have to answer it all, but I want to know everything because like if you have brothers or sisters or like what you do for work, if we get along, I'll find all that out later. That's right. But like, I want to know like the, like crazy stuff. What type of things do you want to find out on a first date? I always How? ask someone, I always ask someone, tell me something shocking about yourself. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I want to know something that people might find surprising that people wouldn't, oh. wouldn't maybe know about you or assume about you. I love that. Yeah. Um, what else do I ask? Like, I want to know all the old relationship shit. I want to know like, you know, why you're single. I want to know what you're looking for. I want like five years from now. What do you like? Yeah, no, like why, all of, all of why this not? On a first date? Why not? Why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, here's Here's the thing, if, if, this is what I think, this is what I think, is if someone wants to be with you, right, you want the kind of person who is open to having those conversations right away. Truth. Right? Like, I don't know why people, I was talking with a friend of mine the other day who's single as well. You guys would actually probably get along. Um, Man, woman? uh, No, it's a woman, sorry. Sorry. Just damn it, Ryan. Christ. You're both in the hunt. Can you guys, because you're probably, I think, very similar ages. Like, can you be friends with single women your own age? I would love to. The thing is, is like, for me right now, yeah. I need to put myself in the wild more. You do, yes. That's I do. The only so way- So hook me up with women to go, oh, for drinks the with. The only I'm, way it works is if you put yourself yep, into it, right? Yep, yep, But yep. she was, I was saying to her and she's like, well, like, I don't want him to know that like, I'm this crazy, like on the first day. I'm like, no, fucking let him know. Because here's the thing. If, if you wait- it's going to be way worse for you. Yes, it's going to be, be way worse for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, for you, it's like you meet someone in your love, right? Like, <laughs> but no, but like it's, it's to me, it's this thing of like, you know, if people don't know your shit right away and I'm not talking like, look, there are things, of course, we all have that we don't talk about the first time we yeah. meet someone. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, if you don't, if you don't share that, if you don't put yourself out there, then like, you know, why? You're going to risk, number one, going to risk maybe not getting a second date yeah. to share those things. Yeah. Um, if you don't do it and you just keep dragging things on without showing who you are, yeah. you will get feelings. And then when the guy's like, ah, shit, I didn't know this yeah. was what you were all about. I'm not into it. Then you're going to be heartbroken. So, so okay. I know I said I would like, but I'll just tell this little story of Sam and I's first date. So we met uh, on Hinge and she was like, 
uh, she wanted a polyamorous relationship. She put it in her profile. I'd never done that before. I'd done other things, but like never been polyamorous. I thought the idea of dating other people, like falling in love with other people was foreign. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Um, but so we met and we talked on the first date. We talked about everything on the first date and, uh, she didn't want to get married, which was really, really important to me at the time. And she didn't want to have kids, which was really, really important to me at the time. And I was like, you know what? This girl has everything else. I'm going to, see what happens. Like, what's the, what's the worst case scenario? I like have a great time with someone and we don't get married. Like, is it, is it more important to find someone that I don't click with this way because of X, Y, Z, right? Like, because they don't want to get married because they don't want kids. I'm just going to be like, bye. Oh, so you wanted kids and to get married. Yeah. And and she did not. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry if that wasn't clear. Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, so I, we just dated and now she's like more open to the idea of marriage, but now see, I don't want kids anymore. I'm like, why, why would I want kids in this fucking like crazy ass, you know, world? And then I finally met someone. So like, look, best case scenario, your kid leaves home at 18 and is self-sufficient, like best case scenario. Right. 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 Um, so I'll be 60 if I had a kid next year, like, do I want to waste those years? Like now with a kid when I can like spend it with this person I love. Right. Like, you know, no shade to people with kids. I love kids. They're great. But it is, you make a great point, because I think a lot of people are like, ooh, like, people say I'll change my mind, but I won't. And it's just like, people can change. Yeah. It can fucking happen. Yeah. And and to say that it for sure won't, I mean, I guess there are some people who are very, really firmly, firm, 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 set in stone. Yeah. No, like, I'm just one of those people who's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I'm not, a- I'm not a hell yes. I'm not a hell no. Yeah. I am a, let's look at options. <laughs> but if it doesn't happen, I won't be heartbroken. Yeah, no. Like, that's kind of where I'm at. But you also, you know, I think you have to come to, not you, but as someone who was single at your age, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm assuming, you know, based yeah. on what we've talked about, just what you've talked about on stage, you do want love. Of yeah. course you want love, yeah. right? And no, you deserve love. Not at all. <laughs> you deserve love. No, 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 Ryan. I'm not, it's, oh my God. I'm just, I'm totally just not. Just uh, smash that subscribe I button. I don't, smash that I don't need that at all. Smash that subscribe button and you can smash Sarah maybe <laughs> later. Come on. Um, <laughs> but, but in my experience, it's not worth being with someone unless it's like a fuck yes. Like that's been my experience. Like at 35, like, look, you are, I mean, you know, you've got this, you've got so much going on, right? It might not always feel that way. Of course it doesn't feel that way for, you know, I'm sure that people who are much more rich and much more famous than us have the exact same moods that we have. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But I think the happiest people are the ones who like look at where they are right now in life and say, yeah, I'm happy here. And it doesn't mean this is where I'm going to stay, but like, accepting like look this is where i'm at right now right short of winning the lottery tomorrow it's not going to change tomorrow but like what can i do on a daily basis on a weekly basis on a monthly basis whatever to get to where i want to be right truth you know if you want to make money doing comedy right you have a bunch of options right you could you know you could keep trying to get netflix to pay you but you could also like start a show And just try and sell it out every month and like make a thousand dollars a month doing that. Right. Like whatever. Right. You are the fucking motherfucking driver, man. I think so many people don't realize how much control they have. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, absolutely. And for me, like for me, it's just like, I can't sit around fucking complain about being single when I'm not putting effort into, into doing it. And it is so dumb. Like you, you have that joke about like, it happens when you're not looking for it. Right. Like that is 
that True, that, for the most that, part. that saying is moronic and dumb because like people like us, like, again, I think we, we get along cause we're similar where like I wanted love. Like I, yeah. I wanted it. I was ready for it. Right. Yeah. Um, but then I moved across the country and like found it in like a very unexpected place with a very unexpected person. Right. And so, um, but if, if you're not open to that, if you're not willing to give it a shot, like women, women and men who like go on and like, Oh, this person is like, like people on those apps who are like, you must be six feet or over. To, yeah. like, like what a dumb thing. Like really that's your deal breaker. I guess if it is, that's fine. But like, that's, that's dumb. What kind it's of love dumb. are you going to find with that sort of stupid, like very expectation? Shallow. Very yeah. shallow. Yeah. Shallow, again, shallow, do what shallow. you want. And you know, if you're 22, 23 and you're like, I only want to date guys over six feet or I only want to fuck guys with abs. Like, yeah, you're young. Get it. Get hot. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Right. But like, I just, if you're looking for love on there and you're not like, you're not open to a lot of possibilities True. because by the time you get to this age, right, you have two options. You can date someone, you know, a good substantial amount younger, or you get good at accepting other people's baggage. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we all have it at this point. Like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. you have it. I have it. We all do. Right. And so, you know, if you're a 40 year old woman and you're like, I don't want to date a man who has kids or has been married. You're like, well, that, that lowers the that pool. Lowers the pool. And that's fine. That's fine if you're OK with that. But like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm actually I'm finding myself slowly becoming more open to the idea of dating like a single dad. Yeah, it's 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 it was something you'd that be I, a great stepmom. You'd be <laughs> like, no, you'd be a great, great <laughs> stepmom. So yeah. Like that's a TV show right there. Like you as the stepmom. Oh. Like. Yeah. I, that makes me happy. You're welcome. I do still want to experience pregnancy big time. Yeah. Like I think that it's one of the coolest fucking things ever. And I think it would be cool to experience. Would you do it? I know you have a joke about it, but like, would you do it on your own? Legit. Yeah. Like you do it. Like I can't afford it, but I would do it. If, if, if I could logistically make it happen money wise. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Would you? Okay. Okay. Sarah, edit that. Not for sure. You don't really know. You're giving yourself a year to figure it out. I'm giving myself a year to figure it out if it's good. a phase or Do not. We don't have to keep talking about this. If you don't no, no, no. Because it's legit, legitimate like baby fever weirdness yeah. where it's like, I don't know if this is a phase or not. So I, I need to wait a, yeah. wait a little bit before but I would you? Would you like, I mean, you don't, I mean, you don't have to pay like you could just find somebody. I'm not, I'm not volunteering. Oh. You could just, but you know, but like you could just yeah. find somebody, right? Like, I don't even know how that would work. Is that like, <laughs> that would actually, that actually might be better because then I would know what they look like. Yeah. And like, but just like, you know, and like you just fucking have sex with someone and like you put that money, you put that money towards a lawyer and you make hey. sure that there's a good contract. Hey, like, who wants like, to be my baby yeah, daddy? Look at that. Look at that. You need to get some people outside of the comedian pool, probably first of all. Like, I, and the, they're all great. They're all great. You guys are all great. I'm just saying, like, you know, you might. That other one fuck me anyway. I've tried. Ryan. What have you? No, <laughs> shut up. Tell me about that later. I want to know. I, that's that's the one thing I've I've been trying to figure out more of. It's like who's fucked in this like scene. Uh, I got I got my I got my thoughts, but I don't know. Who. Oh, we'll talk. We'll yeah. talk after. Yeah. I'll I'll just listen. I'll just. Everyone knows that I've had like crushes on comics in the scene yeah. and now they're like brothers to me. Right. So it feels like a weird, who was, who was your crush? I've had so many crushes. We're not, you don't want to tell me not even one, not even one. Come on. I've had, listen, if all my comedian crushes yeah. did a comedy show, yeah, it would be a bitch and comedy show. Right. Okay. That's what I'll say. Well, yeah, you're attracted to talent. Of course. Who isn't? That's what I'll say. Like, so no one wants to fuck the bad comedian. Like, let's be honest. So like, Jews for people listening. I don't even fucking care at this point. I was talking to Carl Carpenter about this. Yeah. Cause he was like giving me some observations about me and like who I go for. And he was like, you really want to be power coupled with somebody. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. You are so fucking right. Cause the people I've liked are very fucking funny and yeah. talented. Yeah. 
And and he even said, and I was kind of like, oh, thanks, Kyle. Like, yeah. I'm actually kind of honored because, you know, we always hear all the time, oh, Sarah's bad taste in men. It's like, no, I don't. They're very funny. When you say we hear that all the time, what who who's we? Who's I, we? I, I get, well, it's, I mean. It's well, talked about people, on TMZ people, or something like that. Like, <laughs> well, people tend to like, I, I feel like there is this weird, like, again, stigma on comics. You know, like there's this kind of thing of like, don't don't like a comic or right. don't date a comic. Right. It's this weird thing. And it's like, no, like the people I've liked is because like, number one, I've been around them. Yeah. And yeah. I think that they're either like talented, nice, funny, like all those things. I think that's most most um, culture, though. Right. Like, yeah. isn't like isn't it like don't date a musician, don't date an actor, don't date a model, don't date, like like I think it's like that's a common thing. Right. And I think it's because there's some. Uh, some belief, whether it's true or not, and I yeah. think it is often true, but where like ultimately if you want to pursue this, it has to come before anything else. That's right. Right? Like you have to work yourself to the bone to be the best comedian or whatever. So they're always going to choose the art over you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I use the term art very like, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, I, and I totally see both sides of the argument. Yeah. A thousand percent. And I think that it, it would be complicated to date someone like in your same field because th there would be a weird like a weird competition factor yeah. i think it, i think it would only be natural for that to kind of come into play okay but you're not going to tell me one of the people you have a crush on like, like, that's like if tell just, you off, Mike. okay fine 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 i, I like bet i, I could guess i bet you let's you make a little be, list and let's see we'll do family feud style i'll guess a, and you tell me where it'll it be a bitchin comedy show with a great headline i'll tell you who, I, who i'll tell you who my comedy crush is after if you want to. <laughs> I, I have, we are driving the listeners insane right yeah, now that's that's in the bonus show you've got to smash the subscribe button <laughs> apply to patreon but yes. yeah give sarah money and she, we will release the bonus footage that's so funny but do you want kids? I used to really, really want kids. Um, not anymore. Not anymore. No. Mm. Like, I mean, maybe. But again, like, I'm just having so much fun in life. Yeah. And like, again, kids can be fun, right? Yeah. Like, there's no, but I just don't, I don't really see my it in my future the way I used to. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair And enough. I think like, that's just, you know, that's just like the life right now. And... I mean, it's fun to spend your own money, right? Like you were talking earlier about like having money, right? Like it's fun to spend your own money. And You're like, not wrong. Yeah. You it's know, very appealing. like it's, I look at like what my parents had to sacrifice in their lives to raise us. And I think like, do I want to like sacrifice right. in that same way? Like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad they did. I'm so glad they did. I have amazing family, but it, I don't know that it's something that I'm like dying to sacrifice for myself. You make a great fucking point because yeah. like so many, and especially like our generation or like our age group parents, like, yeah. like are the stay at home moms who like never had the careers they wanted yeah. or like they gave up on their passions to like stay at home with the kids or they had like, to do, or they had to like, so um, when I was growing up, my parents separated and we lived with my mom for a lot of my childhood and she had to work and do everything around right. the house right and so she was being stretched on all ends and like yeah. so you know like it's not just like having to give up your your you know career but it's like oh my god having to do both like what a, a, what a nightmare so much responsibility and like an actual job like an actual eight uh, like eight to four job or nine to five job or whatever right like dropping us off at daycare so the daycare would take us to school and then we'd go to her office after and on and on and it's just like fuck man yeah it's a fucking lot, man. Yeah. Like it's it's fucking crazy. Or I can take that money and go to Europe next year. Like, right, like that's, that's just, the thing. Like that's and I think it I do think it does and ugh, I, I, I talk about this a lot in the podcast, but 
it does come down to, I guess, what you're happy with. Like yeah. if, if you've, and what family yeah. means to you, because like if you, you're with a partner and you're very happy with that partnership and that's your family, that's amazing. Yeah. I think so much of me wanting to have a kid is just wanting a family. Yeah. Because I don't have I don't have that with somebody. Yeah. I come home to an empty apartment. Yeah. So the idea of coming home to something that like is like go, 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 go. Like, yeah. like do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's like course. it's totally like it's totally mine and I'm responsible for it yeah. and it fucking loves me. Like it's so selfish, but I'm like, that seems appealing to me. Yeah. I, I kind of They have to be your friend. Like, they have to be your friend. And I would right? be like, raising a little friend. Yeah. Like yeah. I would be like teaching her I'm just gonna assume it's a girl. <laughs> Let's fucking hope it's a girl. <laughs> well, and do you have do you have any brothers or sisters? I have two sisters. And do they have kids? No. Do they want kids? No. Oh, okay. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So my I have, poor parents have yeah. no grandkids. I have two brothers. One uh, has three kids, and so I get that fill from them. I've never had that. Fill. Yeah. No, that's the thing. I think it might change for you if you were to have. Yeah. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Kids or if I was maybe life. closer with friends with kids. Uh, a lot of my friends are popping them out now, but yeah. I'm not in the same city as them, so I'm not around them a lot. Yeah. But it is what it is. Okay, that's okay. the assumption. Oh my God. We really went for it. Oh shit, it's 9.30 already. Wow, I know, this right? is great. Do you see what I mean I about do. having it be so easy to go long? Yeah. But it's 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 you're a very it. fascinating person. So oh, thank you. I, I mean, you'll, no, you, might have talk- to, you might have to come back for another, another oh episode. Oh my God, oh my um, God. Okay, now we get to hear, so this is the... Um, chance for you to get some some stuff out. Oh my god! Yeah, um, okay. This is the rant. Right. So okay, well, no, this is like my rant is just going to be. Now I feel like I've talked so much, but whatever. Um, you're a guest on the podcast. I know. I know. It's what you're supposed to do. So like, my my rant I want to talk about is like this idea of comedians in crisis like in danger right um because i am new to comedy Mm. but i have loved comedy my whole life like i watched david letterman for like 15 years i watched saturday night live like when i was in high school every saturday night i would go to my friend dave's house and we watched saturday night live like that was what Mm. we did right like every week i was not that cool in high school um but so i i've always loved comedy right uh but we there seems to be this thing that has been missed where comedians need to work on their jokes somewhere. It needs to be in front of an audience. So when people complain about having to put their phones away, right? Like you go to these big shows now and you have to put your phone away. That's because those comedians are like trying jokes out and they're trying to get the wording right so that it gets a great laugh and doesn't ideally piss people off, right? Exactly. Like I don't think anyone is out there. I think there's probably some comedians, but they're not the they're not big names. They're just kind of people who like that shock factor, right? Yeah. Um, But, you know, and then you add in this idea of like, you know, these, I know it's kind of a controversial topic, but like these like safe space shows for lack of a better word, right? Right. And it's like, look, I think that like there is a place for a bunch of men to get up on stage and talk about how much women suck. Sure. There's an audience for that. There's audience who are going to go, right? Yeah. There's also space for people who want to get up there and like, you know, tell jokes that are like, you know, maybe it's their first time and they're telling a joke or maybe they're, you know, telling jokes that, that, you know, they're worried about people attacking them and they want to go to a space where they're not going to be in that situation. Right. There's everything. And if you can sell a ticket to it, if you can sell it out, then you're doing something right. Mm -hmm. But this idea that like comedy is one thing and one thing only is very interesting to me. I don't, I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's, it's interesting to me, right. That, that comedy as an art form can't 
develop into being like, you know, I'm not saying that every joke has to be punching up. Like we don't have to all punch up all the time. Like sometimes there's low hanging fruit. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you take it because it's a funny punchline and it's the best thing you've got. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think that jokes come from three places, right? There's like, there's ignorance, there's uh, maliciousness, and then there's honesty. Right. Mm. And so you can tell you've seen enough comedy. You can tell when it's malicious. You can tell when the person gets up there and they just are mean person. Right. I don't really know that many people like that. To be honest, I don't even know that I could name one, but I know I've seen it. Right. And then there's jokes from ignorance where you're just like, you just aren't, you don't, you don't know enough about the subject to be making the joke that you're making. Right. Like if you just look, let's sit down after and give me five minutes and I'll tell you like how to make that joke funnier and not to piss anyone off. Mm, right. mm -hmm. And then you get a nice, hopefully you get a nice response. But if you go up to someone and you're like, you're homophobic, you're racist, you're this, you're that, then like, they're not going to listen. Right. I wouldn't listen if someone started calling me racist, like, you know, or whatever. I don't, I don't tell jokes like that. So I don't think it's going to happen. But like, if you just start attacking somebody who's just gone up there and done what I think is a very vulnerable thing. I yeah. think that people think of comedy as just like, oh, it's just people making jokes. And like, yeah, it is. But it's vulnerable. It is vulnerable to be up there. And um, so if you just start attacking them, they're not going to want to listen. So, But if you and sit down and you say, hey, look, I'm a take the trans thing, right? Like that's what's in the news. Yeah, I'm a trans person and I think I'm, I understand what you're trying to do with your joke. But like I think if you just change this word or change this little thing here, like – yeah, Some so comedians true. have started coming up to me and they want to tell a joke about pride or queerness or, and they, they ask me, right? And I'm like, I don't know that I'm the best person to ask because my bar is pretty like high to piss me off, like, or to, right. for me to find something offensive if it's funny. Right, right, right. But so, but they'll ask me, right? And just to do that one little thing, that one little like, hey, you know what? I'm going to just check in with someone about this or a couple people is even better than like, That'll help. It's extra effort that is probably going to do that person like better in the long run to go that extra way to go like, am I saying this? Like, right? Yeah. And it's not a, should I say this? It's, it's just, what can I do to make this better? Yeah. So I have a joke that I've told twice and it's not gone great, but it went better the second time and I want to work on it, but it's about a, a grinder hookup I had with a black guy and he wanted me to dominate him. And I got there and we started and I realized that everything I could say is like racist. Like it's going to come uh, out racist. I don't say racist things, but like calling him like, you know, whatever. Right. Like names, right. not racist names, not racist names. But like, you know, you might tell call someone a slave if they're like, you know, for the uh, dig or whatever. Right. So all of a sudden I got in my head. Right. Where like I couldn't like and it's a when I told friends this story, they think it's a very funny story. But I just can't quite connect it on stage with allowing the audience that space to laugh. And I actually am still in touch with this guy. And I actually talked to him about it before I even really? told the joke. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, and he was like, yeah, that's hilarious. Like, cause I had told him afterwards, right? Like I told him afterwards, like, Hey, I don't know that might not have gone the way you did. And this is why X, Y, Z. And he thought it was really funny. Like we're still fucking Instagram friends or whatever. Um, but yeah, so anyways, so, but I just haven't figured out how to unlock it. And I don't know that right. I care enough to unlock it. Right. But I don't want to tell it unless I know that I'm not going to, upset anybody That's right because like i'm the idiot in that joke right like i'm the idiot not him not his race not anything like that but like i'm the fool that like didn't think ahead right, right? like if, if you were to put that scene in a like show tv show yeah it would be hilarious yeah. people would get it people yeah. would understand it yeah. people would understand your point of view yeah. but you're right when it comes to stand up yeah 
it's this one way art yep. that requires like your words and pinning a certain picture and yeah. that can be hard. And there's only one way to find out if it's funny and that's to tell it in front of an audience. Which is terrifying. Right? Which is terrifying. Um, but I also think that like this idea of like, I should be able to say whatever I want and your feelings don't matter. I also that's think that's cool. that's not like, if, if that's how you feel as a comic, that's cool. But then you have to be ready for the blowback, right? And so, yeah. you know, again, the very obvious example right now is Dave Chappelle, right? Like, because of yeah. everything. I haven't seen the special. I don't, not for any reason. I just don't watch a lot of stand-up comedy specials. Like, right. I like to whatever, right? Um, and I think if I was going to sit down and watch it, I'd want to do it in a headspace where I can be like, okay, I want to look at this through my own lens. Anyway, so he's going to keep telling those jokes. People are going to keep being pissed off and he's going to keep getting a bunch of money. Right. Exactly. I think that what we've gotten to as a society is that if I don't like it, no one can like it. That's right. That's right. Right. And that's not just, that's not just them. Like that's not just like the, the, like what I would call like very progressive left, you know, woke, such a dumb, but you know exactly what it is. Right. Um, and, you know, the people on the right do that, too. Yeah. Right. They do that, too. Yeah. We don't want this book in the school because of this. We don't want this because of that. We don't. So really what you're doing is you're you're putting your values onto the entire population. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I don't like something, I just don't watch it. Right. And <laughs> thank you. Um how old were you when Columbine happened? Sorry, I know that's a kind of a... Oh, my a, gosh. Like, it would have been like 14. Um, What year was that? 80... No, no, 90... 98, 99? So I would have been like, yeah, like 13, 14. Yeah. So you know when... Puberty edge. Do you know when that happened and they yeah. were like, it's Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And it's this music. And yeah. it's video games. And it's this sort of stuff, right? Like, look, do I think that that stuff contributed? Probably. Probably. You can't play a video game where you're shooting people for 15 hours a day and, and have it not affect you and not have it not affect you. Now I'm not saying everyone who plays the video games, obviously not, yeah. right? You can't listen to angry music all the time and not be an angry person, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. um, so, but I don't think that that's why those boys did that. No. Right? And th- the same for me, for me, and you might get hate for this, but like for me, it, do I think that people watch Dave Chappelle and then feel more emboldened to say transphobic things? Yeah, probably. Probably. But do I think that it's it's because of that? No, I don't think it's like it's not the only reason. There's a shit ton of other reasons. Right. So to put all that on someone, I think. And again, look, if I was him, I just wouldn't tell the jokes like it, it like, are they that good? I don't I don't know. Like, it, are they that funny? It's the idea of like picking your battles. Yeah. And clearly he picked his battle. I, I get I haven't seen it either. Yeah. I just, you know, I keep hearing things. Yeah. Um, I think it's also this idea of like context yeah. and listening to the whole special watching the whole special um and not just it's you know it's like if someone took a clip of this podcast or sure. the context and posted it and yeah. there was no context around it people yeah. would misconstrue it yeah and and like maybe start saying things about us yeah. and we wouldn't want that no i wouldn't i wouldn't but like so but, i think your your point of like if you were to watch it you would want to sit and like yeah. really like give it a give it a shot give it an honest that's, listen that's the right? right way to go about it yeah. versus you look at a headline and then you go oh well Dave, Dave Chappelle's transphobe yeah. now. Like, yeah. And like, it, you know. it, like, I don't know him. I don't know if he is. I don't know, I, you know, if a trans person tells me, and look, first of all, I just want to really say, like, obviously I'm cis, I'm white, I'm like coming at this from my own, uh, but yeah. that's all I can, right? Like, that's all I can. Yeah. Um, But like, I, I feel like when I, 
I know trans people who don't give a fuck about Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And I know trans people who have made it like their, their new, one of their new missions to take him down. Right. Um, I shouldn't say I know I've seen people, trans people who don't give a fuck about, I've seen people, you know? And so to me, that's like everything, right? That's everything in life. No one group of people is a monolith. No one group of people wants things to be a certain way. And, um, so to me, it's like, you don't like it. You don't have to watch it. And I understand that like, you know, you're upset that he's getting paid to do this, but like, Cancel your Netflix subscription then. Like, Get, do you choose, know what I mean? Speak. Choose peace. Yeah, yeah. Because, choose peace. Because here's the thing. I think that you could put the person angriest at Dave Chappelle in a room, a trans person angriest with Dave Chappelle in a room with Dave Chappelle, and they could probably agree on like 80% right. of stuff. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. 85. So like, why are we like chipping away at someone their last 15% that we don't like? Why can't we just accept the 85 that we do? Oh, I love that. Does that make sense? But isn't that, that's the way it should be with like everything. But that's, but but that just goes into the idea of like, we have so much more in common than we think we do. And the idea of like talking with people that we disagree with or like talking to people that have different views than us to reach a common ground. And it's not going to be fully common, but there's going to be some commonalities there. And most, and that's the thing right now, like, so not to get dark, but like, uh, you know me, I follow politics a lot, specifically Mm -hmm. US politics. Mm -hmm. And like, they are like on the brink down there. Like they are, I look at what's going on down there and it feels very on the brink of not being there anymore in the same incarnation, right? Civil war. So we need, we need to work with people that like, you know, if we're, look, the right, we, the left, if you're on the left, I assume like you would yeah. consider yourself left. I do too, right? We are arguing about whether or not someone who tweeted something 15 years ago should have a job or not anymore. Right, like, that's right, what right. we're fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. they got rid of abortion, so like we yeah. are, we need to start working together and okay. trying to bring people to to our side and saying like, look, like I don't need to like everything about you. I don't need to love everything about you. But like, do you believe that like? for down there like joe biden won the election okay great at least we can agree on the facts do you believe that like the coronavirus was like a real thing yes okay great at least we can agree on the facts let's start there right because there's people out there now who like don't even believe in in the reality that we're living in two different realities their neighbors living in two different realities and that (sighs) goes back to that goes back to we have nothing in common anymore we have nothing in common that like binds us. So we are getting know. away from, for whatever reason, yeah. for yeah. whatever's going on, yeah. we are going further away from finding common ground yeah. with each other. Like there's a lot of bad shit from if you lived in 1950, right? There's lots of bad things. I would not want to go back to it. But one of the things I was thinking about recently is like you and your neighbor read the same newspaper. Mm. You watch the same news. You watch the news for an hour a day. Right. Mm. That's all you got. There wasn't 24 hours. You weren't getting like alerts on your phone at 11 o'clock about what was happening. Like if something really, really, really crazy happened, maybe your friend heard it on the radio and they tell you to turn on the radio. Like maybe. Yeah. Um, everyone watched whatever, like fucking cheers or, or the golden girls, everyone watched the same TV show. So you'd talk about that at work the next day. And so we have all these, like, we don't have that anymore. Right. You and There's I don't so watch the many... same TV shows. There's so many options, which is, which is great, which is great. Right. Yeah. And um, algorithms feeding us things. But the closest thing, you know, I was talking with someone about this. The closest thing was at the beginning of the pandemic. And I think Tiger King, which is so dumb, mm. but like everybody watched that because we were all stuck inside and everyone was tweeting about it. And like, so that true. to me is like the closest thing of like, look, did everyone watch it? No, but like, 
a lot of fucking people watch it. You could tell jokes about Tiger King and people would know exactly what you were talking about, right? right? Um, you couldn't talk about January 6th, like the insurrection and everyone might not know what you're talking about. Like that's how, I think that's how different it is. So wild. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it is a fucking insane time. Yeah. And I I fully agree with you on the um, finding that middle between the, it's been talked about a lot, like just the idea of like, you can say whatever you want and you can't say anything. Like there is that yeah. middle ground. And I, this might, I hope this won't offend anybody, but I do, I really do think people who are using all their time and energy to be the person who's like making it their mission to take Dave Chappelle down, that kind right. of person is very hurt in their life. Yeah. And I actually kind of sympathize with them in a weird way. For cause sure. I, Cause I go, something's going on there deeper yeah. that is not healed yet yeah. as cheesy and self-helpy as that sounds. And I would not say that like anybody, look, everybody is entitled to their own feelings their own thoughts their own boundaries of what they're comfortable with and what they're not yeah absolutely like i would not like i would never say to like a trans person like your your feelings about dave Chappelle aren't valid exactly right why like of course not but you might ask for more information i i might say like look can you help me understand a little bit i yeah. mean again it's such a I, I don't want to make that the issue because you could put anything in there i mean like look there are white men who come to, straight white men who come to comedy shows and get angry when people make fun of them for being straight white men Right. Like it, you could put any any group in there. Right. Yeah. I read a really interesting article. Uh, I think I forget the guy's name, but he was the first black uh, cast member on Saturday Night Live. And they were asking him questions about this sort of thing. And he's like, the thing is that you can't go to a comedy show, laugh at all the jokes about everybody else, but then get mad when the joke's about you. And I thought that was such a fascinating take on it from someone who like would have, I mean, the first Black Saturday Night Live cast member would have had to probably deal with a lot of crazy shit, right? Oh, yeah. And I just think that's like, that to me is like, if you don't like it, get up and walk out. By all means, ask for your money back, right? Like if you're not having a good time, do whatever you need to do. You can, I mean, you can, you've been at shows where people just get up and start yelling at the comedian, yeah. right? I mean, don't fucking come and hit us and ideally don't yell at us, right? But ideally. like- um, Totally. Fine. I'm not trying to like promote that sort of behavior, but like, you know, you can't take what some people like away just because you don't like it. That's right. right? Like if that was the case, like you'd all love musicals because that's all I would have <laughs> on TV all the fucking time. Right. There's usually no joke that I laugh harder at yeah. than the ones that are about dumb white girl astrology bullshit. Right. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's me. You're making fun of me and you're right. And it's funny. Do you like do you like the Big Bang Theory, Sarah? No. No, me either. I fucking hate it. I, I think hate it's a it, dumbass show. People can watch it. People love it. People yeah. love it. And you know what? Some of the stuff I find, I mean, I don't find it offensive, but like I'm like, this is very sophomoric. This is very like juvenile, right? Yeah. Cool. Look, Jackass just did another movie for crying out loud. Like, you know, have at her. It's not for me. So I don't want to give them my money. And I think, you know, Let there's just bigger, there's bigger fish to fry fish to fry right now in the world and i just really want to be working together with people versus like you know finding ways to like pull us apart <sighs> which again like is not who knows maybe that's nothing maybe that's nothing maybe you're gonna have a flood of people in your comments here being angry that like i i have the stance i do it's cute that you think i get comments <laughs> that's the thing that i find so funny about people coming on the show they're like i always so worried i'm like i don't even know if most 
most people probably listen to 50% of an episode, yeah. you know, like they might not even be hearing it at this point. I think, and the, from the comedian side to piss them off a little bit more. Oh yeah, like, let's look, get into it. Look, you, you can say you, well, first of all, Canada doesn't have free speech. So we need to stop saying that we have free speech because we don't have free speech in Canada. We have freedom of expression, which is different oh, than free speech. What's the difference? Well, in America, you can say hateful hate crime things and not. Like, that's my understanding of it. Look, oh, there's okay. probably a lawyer maybe who knows better. But whereas here, you can't say hate crime. Like, you know, you could in the States, I believe you could say like, you know, we don't want X group in our country anymore. Oh, okay. Whereas here, I think if you say that, you can be charged. Oh, okay. Right? So like, we don't Freedom exactly have, yes. Yeah. Okay. It's not like you can't just say anything. Okay. Um, but along with that privilege of being able to say just about anything also comes maybe the fact that like. You're, there's going to be some consequences for that. Yep. Like if I get up on stage and like, you know, tell an audience member they're ugly, yeah. like I might have to get punched in the face by their boyfriend later. Right. Yeah. Like that's, that's a risk I take. I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't yeah. have to, but like, but you better love that joke enough you to be, do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. If you love a joke and it's, it's getting that sort of response, then by all means, keep telling it. And I will say it's a weird thing with, with comedy too, because I do feel like there's this weird thing about, like niche styles and yeah. how I will see some people do a joke and have it fall flat for most crowds, but then with a certain crowd, yeah. it will kill. And it's just interesting to me because I go to be that niche of a style and stick with it yeah. is a very authentic thing to do. Yeah. Like to just go, this is just my style and I'm sticking, I'm sticking yeah. to my guns. Um, it, I do think it paves a hard road for you as a comedian because you won't be as versatile. Do you think do you think that anything can be funny? No. No. See, I do. Well, I I, I well, do. Well, I think Well, actually, well, I mean, I don't mm. Okay, let me let me clarify. Can anything be funny in the right hands? Potentially. Yeah. Like I think that like, look, uh, do you know the producers? The movie, the producers, the musical no. producers. So it's it's a Mel Brooks movie, and uh, it's about these guys. They're putting on a show. They try to put on the worst show ever because if they close on opening night, they can take all the money, oh, right? So okay. uh, they decide to put on a show called Springtime for Hitler, which is like oh, okay. you know this show about like Hitler being like you know just a jaunty whatever, and it's terrible. The audience ends up loving it because they think it's satire, right? But the point is that like Mel Brooks, who's Jewish, wrote that and found the funny in the funny. Hitler. Yep. Right. And so I think anything can be funny in the right hands. Now, you know, that doesn't mean that I would want to do it. Like, why would I want to, you know, waste all my time so that I could say a specific word on stage or say a specific whatever? Like, why yeah. why waste all that time? Yeah. Right? Like, why is it so important to you to say that word or say that right? joke? Like, you know, oh, if it's totally. not. But again, it goes back to what we talked about like way before, which is, look, if I tell a joke and it doesn't work, if I don't love that joke, it, I'll never tell it again. Yeah, why, and would it, I, why would I take that It's actually risk? a really good sign of what what jokes you are loving are not loving. Mm -hmm. If 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 you do want to go, oh, I'm going to give her another chance, yep. or I'm going to give her a third chance, fourth yep. chance, fifth chance. Um, clearly, there's something in that joke that you love that you feel like you want to keep doing. Yeah, the jokes that you throw out there and you're like, you don't really care about, and it doesn't do well. It's like, oh yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, it's interesting. You know, this idea of being canceled is so dumb too to me like I, yeah. I just think it's not dumb but like like I, again an example louis ck right like look he was pulling his dick out in front of women he should have probably taken a little break to to contemplate that right like you know i don't think and people, he did and he did yeah. and now he's back and if people want to buy tickets to his show fucking have at her right like you want to go protest outside of his show hold a sign 
have at her, right? Like, this is the world we live in, right? We're not all going to agree, right? But I agree that you have the right to do it, do what you want to do, and I have the right to enjoy what I want to enjoy to to a point, to a point, right? Like, um, anyway, that's my rant. It's a good rant. Ding that bell. Um, no one's ever really canceled. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's that's, I mean, except for the ones who like, like, look, I don't know that I want to. I really liked this actor. I don't know that I ever want to see a Kevin Spacey movie again. Right? Like he just gives me he always was icky. But in his someone's roles. watching it somewhere. But someone will watch and it. Maybe they don't know. Yeah. And he's getting royalties from or whatever, yeah. you know, like it's like But he's got more money than, you know, like people wanting to cancel cancel JK Rowling. And I joke about this, right? Where I'm like, oh, yeah. look, like she's she's gonna have more money than she's ever gonna know what to do with in her life. If you wanna go to Harry Potter World and buy a broom, like who cares? Like it's she's not gonna, it's gonna be a drop it's in the not bucket. gonna affect her, right? It's a drop and like, in the bucket. You know, like let's say they canceled her enough that like they decided to shut everything Harry Potter related. That's a lot of jobs for people that like yeah. are that's not gonna affect her. Again, she's gonna have money for the rest of her life, right? Yeah. So, you know, you don't wanna read it anymore, don't read it. Make fun of it. Make do whatever, right? Yeah. But like it <laughs> it, it it does come down to that uh can you separate the art from the yeah. artist? Yeah idea and yeah. Whitney Cummings has a fabulous joke in her new Netflix yeah. special about R. Kelly yeah. and how people canceled R. Kelly because obviously he's a fucking awful yeah. human being shit but how she like low-key still loves Ignition this and- is uh, see it's so funny I've <laughs> talked about that um, Jared Carmichael oh, right. talked about talks about that too right yeah. like I think in one of his where yeah. it's like yeah like you're just like you're like look that song is a bop and like I'm gonna dance to it if it comes on but like I'm gonna be like this guy fucking sucks while I do it right like like, who cares right like like another example is like Michael Jackson where you're like he's dead guys he's dead none of his money like what he did was was awful but he's dead so like it doesn't it, like you, if yeah. I listen to his album on Spotify, like the money's going to his kids, which like I'm pretty sure didn't have anything to do with all that. Like, you know, point. it is Great what point. it is. Right. Like and again, if you don't want to. Cool. There's nothing. If, if I'm at if you're at my house and I play it and it bothers you, tell me I'll turn it off if it bothers you that much. I don't, but, like, but you shouldn't be like judged. Yeah. For that. But you don't want to be my friend because I'm I like, you know, Ignition Remix. Then that says like, I guess I'm not a good person if that small of a thing bothers you so much that you don't want to be my friend. I guess anymore. the friendship didn't mean yeah. a, a high amount yeah. if it ended over that, you know? Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. It's a fucking wild world we live in. Yeah, it is. I do think that this attitude is an age thing. Yeah. Because I truly believe that my age, 35, like, I feel like it was the last... Like, when I think about body positivity and stuff, like, I still hate myself in a bathing suit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do, and it's still very much so ingrained in me to be thin. Right. I still want to be thin. I fucking love the body positivity movement. I'm like, you go, girl. Right. Yes. Like, I'm still going to fucking try to be in shape. Yeah. And I really do think that that's an ingrained thing in my generation. Yeah. But the younger kids growing up now, like, the shit they're exposed to. Like, I mean, they're like... They're like on self-help TikTok and they're exposed to like overweight models and it just, it seems better to be honest. It seems like a better time, (laughs) more open. uh, To be young, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think in some ways, I mean, they're They're smarter than than, than I was at that age. But there's no, there's no like, I find there's like no innocence anymore because you know everything. That's very true. Right? Like you, you, you don't know everything, but you have everything at your fingertips. Like I think that like, 
you know, the stories we have about being young are going to be like the last of those sorts of stories. It's not the kids nowadays. Like, I hate this whole thing of like kids are on their phones all the time. I'm like, yes, you know who else is on their phone all the time? Yes. Adults. So like, fuck off. Like, I'm going to be right there and yeah. and phone rehab with, yeah, yeah. with you're just 20 year olds. You're just jealous. Like, you know, not you, but like, you know, when, when my parents say like, you know, you guys are always on your phones. I'm like, you're just jealous because no one's messaging you. Like you don't have anyone to like, to, to interact with. I have friends who I'm texting with, right? Like, That's so true. Um, but if you were on your phone, you wouldn't care. You're just noticing because I'm on mine. Very true. But no, I think I think kids are kids are lucky in so many more ways now. But I mean, we've just. But it's also harder in so many ways. Yeah, too. yeah. It's it's it, yeah. It's a whole other whole other thing. Like you would have. I'm assuming. I'm just gonna assume because I know I would have. Like, would you have said nude sent nudes as a teenager? No. No, you wouldn't have. Um, first nude I sent. No, would you have though? Like, oh, if, would if I you have? were a teenager now. Oh. Oh, like if I, oh, that's, that's interesting. Probably. Yeah, me too. Probably. But that's like child pornography. Like, yeah. do you know, like, do you know what I mean? Like you are, you, like, that is something that I wouldn't have thought about as a consequence as a kid, but like these kids are like sending these things and like, you know, again, like whatever, it, it's too crazy. It's too much. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. Because my, I, when I think about like my, like I lost my virginity at 17. Right. Just before I was 18. Yeah. But like. When I was starting to do that thing, I was one of the first in my friend groups to do it. Right. And I was like looking around in my class and like no one was really doing much. Yeah. But now it's like, Christ, I don't even want to know how young it starts now. I mean, it starts young. Also, though, maybe it doesn't because like, you know, like they can just watch it and whatever. Right. Like they can just play with them. I don't know. Whatever they do. Like we shouldn't talk about this. (laughs) I, I, yeah, no. Subject anyway, change. Yeah, subject change. But no, I'm just, I'm just, I, I think like there are so many more, more pitfalls for them now. But yeah. you know what's going to be great is they're all going to be like, you know, when they're in their 30s and stuff, they're going to be applying for jobs and all of them will have nudes that have been leaked somewhere. And like, so we can just get over that element of it. It'll right? be like, over. We just don't have to worry about it. Like, yeah. Everyone has taken that. Like, do I want like someone in 30 years who like never sent a sext or like, like I don't want that person mm-hmm. representing me. You're boring. Mm-hmm. You're boring and you're, <laughs> you're a boring person. You have no life experience. I love that. Right? I love that. Yeah. All of these things equalize us. Yeah. Yeah, I exactly. love it. Exactly. Okay. Ryan. Yeah. Deepest question of the podcast. Okay. 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 This is a doozy one. Right. Um, all right. Ryan William. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? Oh my God. What isn't? <laughs> Um, what's your thing that you're struggling with right now or maybe working um, on? I'm working on not being, not taking things so personally. I take things personally a lot. Like I, you know, if someone doesn't text me back or if I don't, if someone like cancels on me, I take it personally. And I think that's because I, so Moving here to Halifax has like changed my life in so many ways. And a big one is that I have like an amazing group of people around me Mm. um, that started with that sort of like poly or kink lifestyle people. And then now has expanded to like a bunch of amazing comedians that I know, like who I genuinely Ah. like as people too. And then like, you know, I've gotten involved with some drag performers and stuff like that. And so I just keep like, cracking open these new friend groups and new possibilities for friendships. And um, so that's all really new for me because like back home I had friends, of course, like, but like it wasn't in the same way. Mm. And so 
I think the taking it personally thing I've always had a thing with, but I think it's heightened now that like, I really, really like all these people and I really don't want to like, I'm worried, oh my gosh, if I piss someone off, are they not going to tell me? Are they just going to start ignoring me or not wanting to hang out? Right? Like I'm always worried. So look, we know those people in our lives that like people kind of tolerate. They're not really like people that they like, but they're kind of like around. And so we put up with them. Right. My biggest fear is that I'm one of those people because I see how people, I see how people interact with those people and then they walk away and everyone's like, Oh my God, they're the or whatever it is. Right. (sighs) And yeah. Like and again, like look, I don't I don't think those people should be rude to those people no. either, right? No. But I kind of have a philosophy where I try my best to I mean, obviously I, I talk shade about people, right? But I try to like not say anything that like if asked, I wouldn't like if they were like, I heard you said this about me, I would be honest. I wouldn't right, lie about right, it. Right, right, and right. I would say, like, look, this is why. Like, you know, this is yeah. why I feel that way about you. You could own it. Like I can I I don't try to say things that I don't mean. Now, that doesn't mean I'm gonna go tell them because sometimes these aren't the nicest of things, right? But if I'm like around someone, again, it goes back to that thing. I like them more than I don't. Right, right. Right? Like I might not like everything about them, but like I like enough that I don't mind them sitting at a table with me or like sharing space, right? Yes, yes. Um, Because if I didn't like someone, if I thought someone was like just a genuinely big piece of shit, I wouldn't want to be around them. Now, I don't even have like anyone like that in my life. But let's say there was like a comedian in town that like, just because it's an easy thing, that like I just didn't want to, interact with i would just be like i don't want to do shows with them so i'm gonna just pick and choose what i do um yeah because going back to you you're in control you can choose these things absolutely and again i there's no one like that for me at all um but i just think like why why would i put myself through that i'm not it's not gonna be fun for me even if like even if it was a situation where like everyone liked me and no one liked them like even still i'm like no you want to do it do it like i just don't need to be on the same stage and i don't to be honest Right now in my life, with people that I see and interact with, I, I can't even think of one person in my life that I couldn't be in a room with. And, like, I would just ignore them. Like, if I don't like them, I would just ignore them. Right? Like, it's... Like, it's like, you got this. Yeah. It's not like this yeah. crazy, crazy And thing. if you want to have a conversation, if I've pissed you off, if I've hurt you, and God, fuck, that sucks. That sucks hurting people. I've hurt people, of course, really, really badly in my life. Um... And if they want to sit down and have a conversation about it, if they want to be angry about it, if they want to yell at me about it, like, fine, let's do that. Let's get it out. Let's get yeah. it out. Because like, you obviously are so upset that, that you, it's ruining your life or it's really fucking up your life. Yeah. And I, I hate that. I hate if I would be the responsible one for something like that. So, so yeah, but that's, so anyways, my problem is that, that I'm worried that Pete, that I, I take things too personally and I worry too much that people don't like me, mm-hmm. even though I know yeah. that I'm a likable person. So I give much less thought to it now than I used to. Do, have you ever thought about what it would take for you to not feel that oh, way? It's, it's like, impossible. What are it's the impossible. signs that, what are the signs in a friendship that reassure you? What does it take for someone as a friend to oh, let you, to let you um, know that like you're in, you're in and you're part of this. Well, the thing is that like, I, I feel in, like I feel in with my friend groups. I feel in like, I think, you know, in general in comedy, I'm well liked. People might not like, like my jokes, but I don't think people like think I'm a bad person or something like that. I hope Mm -hmm. if they do like, please come and tell me, like, I'd like to know why. Yeah. But like, um, I don't think it ever goes away. Like, I think Mm -hmm. our insecurities are there. Like it's built into the program. Right. Like it's about learning how to cope with them. Right. So I'll tell you this. So I, 
a year and a half ago, I got high one night with Sam. And this is the only, this this is the only bad experience I've ever had high. Um, but we, it was just a night off. We didn't have anything to do. We wanted to invite some friends over. One or two friends came over and like, I, I messaged 30 other friends and did not hear from anybody. And I was convinced in my mind that all of these people were at a party without me, like convinced, convinced that not just a party, but like a party where they were like, we're not inviting Ryan and we're going to talk about Ryan at this party (gasps) and why we hate him. Like, this is how bad it was. I feel that. And like, that's dumb because if someone went through all that work, they disliked me that much. Like (laughs) they secretly love you. Yeah. I'm like, you are obsessed (laughs) with me, sweetie. Like what the fuck? Right. Like it's a weird narcissistic thing. That's the thing. Like when I hear people, shit talk the same person all the time. I'm like, why are you obsessed with this? But like, it is so much easier to just not even think about them. Now, again, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. are people who do awful things and there's trauma there and you need to like, you have that frustration and anger with them. But if it's just like, oh, I don't like this person because they used to date this person or what? Like, who cares? Like, yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, The opposite, like, what is it is like indifference is, is like hate and love are like on the same level. Yeah. But like indifference is when you really don't care about someone. Like when you yeah. really don't care, you're indifferent. You don't react. Like you're you're just like like you yeah. said, you you're you're in the same room, you don't hang out, you don't talk, yeah. you whatever. Yeah. Um you, you find different people to be around. But yeah. like don't take yourself out of a space because you can't, you know, right. be in a be an adult. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I think like again, not that you're an adult and all of a sudden you have this, like, but when I think about being an adult, like and I don't even think of myself as an adult, really. Like, but mm. I think about like the traits that an adult has. And yeah. one of them is that ability to like just let it go. To not just, react. Yeah. Let it go. In this like dramatic way. Cause I, I do think I've said many times, I do think, you know, again, those those people are very hurt and they're also probably addicted yeah. to their own stress, unfortunately. Yeah. Whatever chemical they have when they're in that dramatic state, it is a weird comfort for them but and that's is, their comfort zone it is so much easier it is so much easier in my opinion to let that stuff go right right like to because when you're holding on to it it just it make like you know think about that like it hunches you over you see people you see people who like all the time how are you doing oh i'm having the worst day i'm having yeah. the worst day I'm ha- every single time yeah. and it's like i I have this friend. I love her to pieces. She's amazing. She has had a hard go in life. Like she just has had it hard. Mm. And I asked her one time, I said, when was the last time you were happy? And she was like, I don't remember. And like, this is a friend that like, sometimes I am a little harsh with because I think she needs to hear it. Yeah. And I said, you know, I think that says a lot about you. I don't think that's the world. I think like if you can't remember, because I I said to her, I said, hey, we did this like six months ago the last time I saw you. Like, wasn't that fun? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, then that was the last time. And if you can't look back at a year and not find one moment in that year that you had a good time, like, great. Maybe you only had one, maybe only one day, but you know what? Next year, try for two. Try for two. It's just, it's, you know, you're doubling it, right? right? But like- that's wild. Are yes. you just saying that because it's a podcast? No, I'm no, so... I have, no, I have low key chills because you're not, you're, you're 100% correct. 
Correct. Yeah. And I think that there's this weird romanticization of depression now. Yes, I would agree with that. It's not cool to be happy. Yeah. And it's like, bitch, you can still be depressed and, and have fun at the fair. Yeah. So I'll, <laughs> I'll share mine. I'll share mine because I don't. I, I don't talk about it on stage, but oh, so yeah. I have, I have PTSD, I have post-traumatic stress from some really? stuff, yeah, from some stuff I went through, uh, back, you know, whatever before. Um, and I don't talk about it because for me, I've processed it, right? I've processed it. Now I have no problem. I, when comedians are vulnerable like that up there, fucking amazing. And if they sharing it from a place of being, mm-hmm. working through it mm. or even having worked through it. Yeah. That's great. Or even I being just, in it and they're making yeah, fun of it or something. Yeah. yeah. I just, I'm like, I don't want to like, it's, it's post it's past, right? Like I'm, I'm done with it and I want to like move forward. Mm. And, um, but you know, I think, I think you're right. There is this like over romanticization of like, you know, I'm sad. And I think, you Always know, sad. yeah, I think that like the, where that comes from is that we don't actually deal with it properly as a society. We don't actually give people the, the, the help they need. Like therapy should be free for everybody. Yeah. It should be like in high school, how you had a high school counselor. Like, yeah, you might have to make like an appointment a month before and you can only see them once a month, but like it should, therapy should be free. I think everyone should have access to therapy. Oh yeah, of course. We might not have as many comedians, but I think everyone should have access to therapy. Just come on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, you know, that, that to me is like, I love going, I love therapy. I would love it too if I was in it. I think I would fucking eat it up. I would probably go in there with a notebook. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in, invaluable. Yeah. You know? It really it, is. And, um, what you were saying about the happiness thing, um, it's interesting to me because when people go through grief, cause I went through a big time yeah. in, the, in the pandemic, losing a friend on March. Of course. Yeah. 18th, yeah. 2020. Um, like it, it's, it's the worst pain you'll ever feel. Like it's, it's like, you're like, oh, nothing can get better. And what, what I always tell people who are grieving, it's like cheesy as fuck, but it's just like, find tiny moments of joy. Yeah, exactly. Tiny, 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 tiny. And I, I would say the same for anyone who's depressed too. Little tiny things. If you go for a walk, get an ice cream. Yeah. Go get a piece of pizza. Yeah. Um, the tiniest, and then be grateful for those tiny moments. Um, because like you said, maybe that person, when you ask that question, was thinking of happiness in a whole other way. Yeah. Like maybe they were just, they had this grand idea yeah. of what being happy is when really being happy could be as simple as like enjoying an ice cream cone. Yeah. Do you, have you or heard watching the like people use this phrase like toxic positivity? Yeah. Fucking yeah. I, I also hate toxic. <laughs> well, no. So here's the funny thing though about it to me, like, you know, I have this joke a hundred percent straight, right? Like, yeah. like to me, I'm like, what is like toxic positivity is only when it's too much positivity for you. Right. Like, I don't love people who are happy all the time. I think that's weird. 100%. It's fucking weird. Right. (laughs) But like, I think I like, you know, like you're, I just think the idea of like, you know, I get it. If you don't want to hear happiness right now, that's cool. You want to, you want to be miserable. It's no problem. I like to be miserable sometimes too. I like to sit home and be miserable in my fucking house and like eat bad and Mm -hmm. drink shit and like be awful to myself. But no one is going to come magically to my door and be like, hey, now it's time for you to finish this and move on with your life, right? Like, you have to do that for yourself. Yeah. You have to do that and take as much time as you want. But I find, like, for me, I'm like, no, you know, I I don't know. I If I have a bad night, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just tomorrow, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to do nothing. But then the next day, I've got to get back at it. 
Mm-hmm. Right. It's and like again, holding you can yourself take, accountable. You can take a week, you can take a month, you can take however much time you need, but you're the only one who's going to be able to really flick that switch. It's like addiction, right? It's like addiction. You have to admit it to yourself before you're possibly going to be able to admit it to anybody else. So true. Yeah. And um, what you were saying about toxic positivity, it's interesting because I see it as like, so like Andrea Avery was recently on the show. Yeah, yeah. And like when it love goes, her, love her. Right? Love She's her. amazing. Yeah. And when it got to the rant segment, she was like, I don't like rants. They're pointless. I'm a very happy, positive. And I was like, I don't see her as someone who's toxically positive. Absolutely. I see toxic positivity as the people who are like, you know, you just got to love your body. Mm -hmm. You just got to think positively. Right. Well, yeah, this manifestation or whatever. Right. Like it's like, yeah. Yeah. Like to me, that's the bullshit. Like I, I, I like people who are like. No, like be in it, feel it, yeah. feel the awfulness yes. and then get up, like you said, get up the next day yeah. and get on with your life. But it's like, it's the people who ignore that part that I, I can't get down with. Yeah. You can't just put like this, like Instagram filter on pain. Yeah. You need to experience the fucking pain Yeah, and whatever that looks like for you. Um, but yeah, we all have fucking control, but I really do think. You gotta you gotta sit in it sometimes, and yeah. and the people who just say inspirational quotes, yeah, and or it'll uh, get better soon, or you'll feel better. Like just you know. meditate, yeah. You know, it's it's just like yeah. it's just like no, just do like get up and do one dish. Yeah, there you did well, something, and that's, and that's the know? thing too. Like I find as someone who like has a lot of, um, for whatever reason, people love to tell me things, right? Like I'm I'm one a those I'm a gossip, so I don't know why you want to tell me these things, but like people tell me things and they tell me when they're sad and they tell me when they're hurt. And I'll often say to them, like, look, what do you want from me in this moment? Because like, do you want tough love? Do you want me to just be like, yeah, that person's a piece of shit? Like, what do you want? Because like my default, my default is like tough love. I love like, that. My default is like, look, you want to know why this isn't happening? X, Y, Z. In my opinion, <laughs> X, Y, Z. Like, if you want to change those, great. You don't have to. You don't have to. Have you got in trouble for tough love? Yeah, of course. I have to. So yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. And it's strange because I don't always take tough love yeah. well, but I love giving it. Right. Um, but I have gotten, I've lost friends over being a little too honest yeah. um, or being a little, like, just saying it like it is. Yeah. And it's interesting that you said that you ask them. It, it's a good question to ask. Like, are you ready to receive this tough love? Yeah. Because uh, I'm going to give it to you. Do you know what um, another good question is, though? I think is, like, I like to ask people, like, when was the last time you were wrong about something? Mm, because, like, I think that's, like, so such a good, good, right? Because, like, what? Yeah, when was the last time? Because, like, if you're someone like, oh, I, I can't think of it. I'm like, that's fucked up. Like, that should that's be a new up. segment on this show. Do it. Do it. Honestly, do it. what's do wrong it. with you? And when's the last, yeah, time, when's you the last time you were wrong? Because that is, like, that is such a good question. Yeah. Because that is asking... When did you learn when something? When did you learn something? God, the amount of times I've been wrong in my life. Yeah. I'm the first to admit when I'm wrong. And aren't we always trying, like, again, when I talked about, like, that adult thing, right? Like, what I consider an adult, I feel the same about, like, like living, right? Yeah. Like, I want to keep learning. Now, look, I'm I'm pretty happy with who I am. I haven't always been this way. I've had, I've been a shitty person. I've been a bad person in at times. And, like, those things have made me who I am today. Yeah. So, like, I always feel, like, grateful for that. That idea of, like, I don't have any regrets, I think, is a weird thing. Because, like, of course, I, I regret decisions that have hurt people. Yeah. But, like, those things have made me a person that I really like. And You've so evolved. I've evolved. I hope, I hope, like maybe not, maybe I haven't, but like people who have known me for 20 years do say that. Yeah. Like when I, w- when we went back to BC, um, everyone was like, you just seem so much happier. You just seem so much happier. 
And like a huge part of that is Sam. Of course, I'm a person. I think you are too. Like I am a, like a, I prefer to be with someone. I'm a better person when I have someone else in my life that I can care about and who can care about me. Right. Mm. I don't need it, but I'm a better person with it. Mm. Right. And so Sam's a huge part of that, but also just getting to a point with myself of like acceptance of who I am and accepting like, this is where I'm at in life. And like, everything can change. Look at the pandemic, right? Yeah. Everything can change, but going, I'll say one more thing about the pandemic is I don't know if you have had this experience, but I find there's people who went into the pandemic one way and are coming out angrier. I know people who are mad about the lockdown, mad about what happened with their jobs. I feel for them. I really, really do. There's people who went into the pandemic and have come out almost like it was a coma, like have not changed, are the exact same person they were that went in, right, whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's other people who like really are like fascinating now. Like yeah. more, like and, and like really like have come out like like look, I went into the pandemic having never done stand up comedy, and I'm coming out of the pandemic on a comedy podcast, right? Yeah. Like so, we get to choose what we do with our lives, cool. and it's all we have is like it's so cheesy. Sorry, I'm high. I'm high. No, this I is love, how I get. No, but this. like, it's this is all we have. We were talked about heaven, right? We only have one. Who life. the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows if there's a heaven? You might as well live it now, right? So when I see people like, so we buy this is a small. We buy like really nice ice cream bars, like expensive Haagen-Dazs ice cream, right? And I, Brittany, no, no, someone was over the other day and um, I offered them one and they're like, oh, you have the really nice ones, right? And like, this goes back to the money thing, right? Where like, I think we have nice things and so people, but I'm like, no, like if I'm gonna buy them, yeah, I could buy more of them for cheaper, but they don't taste as good. So yeah, like, why not, over yeah, why not like have like that quality? Why not buy the nice thing? I, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know if, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, no, no one does. Right. And so it's not that you just say fuck it and like live your life. Obviously I'm not going to go rob like a store because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but exactly. I'm going to have the nice ice cream. Yeah. Like, small moments of joy. Yeah, exactly. Small little treat yourself things. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to, we're going to Toronto next month and trying to, I think we're going to get tickets to see Elton John and they're going to be fucking expensive. But like, I don't YOLO. go to, I don't go to concerts. I'm not a really big music person, but I love Elton John, obviously. YOLO. Obviously. Um, you only live once. We didn't need this to, br- is the thing. we need to, don't we, we? Need, don't we, got, we? We have to bring that back. Yeah. I mean, it's so cheesy, but, but there is also this weird thing of like, I, I totally agree with that, but I also, I'm also just like, eh, I still have a budget. You know, oh, you, uh, <laughs> no, but of course, but, but of course, but, but like within, of course, of course, like, you know, you know I would rather be going to London for like two months, right? Like, of course, but like whatever you can do within your budget. Okay. So this is what we're going to do now yeah. before we get to unpopular opinion and okay. this podcast. Yeah. Um, is anyone even still this? Long? I don't care that it's long. This is great. Okay. I've been really enjoying so. myself. Listen, um, listen to it when you're sober. I see this edit, edit every, while you're sober. Every time I'm not doing a podcast, I'm like, they got to be shorter. Yeah. Every time I'm in a podcast, I'm like, I love this. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is, because today is, we're going to get into some white girl bullshit now. Okay, yeah. Today is the Lionsgate portal, right. August 8th. It's the luckiest day of the year. Today is the luckiest day of the year. So it's all about manifesting abundance right. into your life. So when you... Th- I want you to describe out loud to me what your dream life is, what it looks like. Oh, okay. So before I do that, though, question, because I'm not an astrology person. So it's the Lion's Gate portal. It has something to do with stars It's the aligning. luckiest day of the year. Does that mean that every other day before this, like, is it like the longest day of the year? No. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like every day leading up and now it's going to get start getting shitty again? It's, it's over a, like, period of time. Okay. And, um, uh... And like today it's like 
at its height or whatever, because yeah. I think it's it's gonna close soon. It has something to do with Leo and stars aligning in a certain way. Um, and is it Leo? Hang on a second. What is the Lionsgate <laughs> Listen. No, I love it. I listen, love it. I TikTok love it. tells me. Can things, I tell you something? This, this is what I feel about women who like astrology is that we like, don't know everything. You don't know anything about it. We just, you like love the idea it. and like yeah, you're like you're and like, then we get called out. We're like oh, no 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 no. Um, Lionsgate Portal is an event that gives people the chance to fulfill their dreams. No big deal. Um, Look, and I'm here, and I'm here, and I'm here. <laughs> I'm fulfilling my dream. <laughs> it just says every year on August eighth, an astrological. Astrological event called Lionsgate Portal opens in the sky. The celestial occurrence has started gaining traction in recent years, but according to astrologers, it's centuries old. But what is it exactly? What is it? Um, I mean, I get the idea. I was just being to, dumb. It I was has just something to do with Leo and being in line with a certain planet. Right. And the, it's like a direct alignment yeah. that apparently, and I'll say apparently with everything because I don't take this as fact, everybody. It's just something that makes me feel good, okay? Yeah. Um, it, it It's supposed to like, Increase like if you manifest today, it's like a strong time to do it. So it's all about, and from what I've read up about it, there's a thousand affirmations you can do, but really it's like you envision your life, your dream life, like you already have it and you act as though you have it, like you already have it. And a trick people say yeah, is to actually say, rather than saying, I have a two bedroom apartment. You say, I don't want a two bedroom apartment. Oh, cause you already oh. have it. Oh, I see. So you're actually acting as if you already have the life. So so you say these things. You're like, I don't want a two-bedroom apartment. I don't want a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah. I don't want a two-bedroom And they apartment. even say you can like oh, write okay. it places because oh, your sure. mind will see it. And right. the act of seeing it alone will yeah. trigger it. But okay. what, what do you Wait. see as your dream life? Okay. So first of all, like if, if like nothing mattered, like do not even, nothing mattered at all. Nothing mattered. Like you know, talent, luck, whatever. Like yep. the dream, the dream, I would love to have my own talk show. That I think would be so fun. Like I just love, I love talking to people. Like a late night talk show? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. I mean, I'd even like be happy with an Oprah one. I don't mind doing serious topics, right? Oh, like, I love like, that yeah, for like, you. I'm, I'm good with either. But like, I think Oprah was the best, right? Because yeah. she could do, have like celebrities and then she could talk like really deep. That's the, yes, the dream, right? that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we're just talking like realistically, like yeah. I'm not going to tell myself I don't want a talk show because I already have one. A right? vision. Like, yeah. Um, okay, so this is dumb, but I, my life as it stands, I have never been this happy. Mm, that's so nice. Like I often think, because I'm like fucked up, um, this is what I'm fucked up about. I often think that, like, if I died in my sleep tonight, I'd be fine. Yeah. Like, of course I want to keep living. Of course I'm having the best time of my life right now. But if it all ended tomorrow, that's okay. It's a good feeling. Like, I, I'm happy with what I've left mm. here. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I, I love being in Halifax. I love the idea of being able to, like, take two or three trips a year, like, real trips, like, not just to Toronto or whatever, like, like, Europe or whatever. Um, I love the idea of like continuing to do comedy it has been amazing. Um, and I love like the polyamorous lifestyle that Sam and I've created with ourselves. Like I have been, I don't know if you've experienced this, but like recently we were in a room uh, with six friends and we were just sitting around chatting and I was high. So I said something dumb, but like I said, if these are the, if you guys are the people that like, I'm going to be here at the end of the world with, like, 
I'm cool. Aww. Like this is a good group of people. Like we really all nice. like, you know, and, but I look at everybody like even tangentially, right? Like, like I think you're Aww. great. I love having you in my life. Like Thanks, all, all the, but like, I love going to a show and seeing people you like people I like, yep. you yep. know? And so it's just easier. Look, if I wanted to, could I find ways to dislike a lot of the people in my life? Of course. Of course. If I wanted to find reasons to dislike people, it would be easy to find. We're all kind of inherently dislikable, right? Yeah. Myself included. Yeah. But like, again, I can look at things to dislike about myself or I can look at things to like about myself, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. it's the same with everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I just think like, it's so cheesy. It's so dumb. I roll my eyes in my head when I say stuff like that. But like, it is just easier. It's just easier. Uh, it's, It's more peaceful. Yeah. You know, to accept, I mean- yeah, I grew up, my dad, uh, my dad was an alcoholic when I was growing up. So he got mm-hmm. sober when I was 10 and I spent a lot of time in, in AA meetings. So they do the serenity oh. prayer, right? Just like, uh, accept the things you cannot change, da, da, da. Um, and to know what things you can change and what things you can't, right? We can't, look, we cannot stop Dave Chappelle from telling those jokes. I don't want to, but, but no one can. No one can, right? He's going to find spots to do it. He's rich enough. He's funny enough enough people like him that he's going to find places to do that you're never going to get rid of dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so if you can accept that yes then you can look for the things that you can change and yes. like and and that's so your much, reaction your reaction to it what you do you know what's great with your time you know what's great things i don't know anything about <laughs> it's great yeah the, the less i know about certain things the less i have to worry about them also the just the act of saying that you've done what you can do. Yeah. Like I have a, a coworker that is constantly stressed out about people not emailing him back. Yeah. And I just go, there's literally nothing you can do about it. Yeah. You've sent, you've done your part and you can't physically make these people get back to you. You can only do fulfill your end of the, the duty yeah. and you've done that. So fucking there is zero point to be stressed. Yeah. So, you know, like there's this controversy with John Mulaney, right? Where like he had Dave Chappelle on his stage and now people think oh. like by, by John Mulaney having Dave oh, Chappelle okay. on a stage with yep. him that, so there's, um, there's people who don't want to go see a show anymore for that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. They're going to miss a great show. They're going to miss a great show. <laughs> and like, there's people who love John Mulaney. There's people who love John Mulaney, but because of tangentially how he gave Dave Chappelle a space to be, even though John Mulaney didn't, I think, you know, if anything, Dave Chappelle was probably doing John Mulaney a favor in that situation. Yeah. Right. But like he gave him a space and now people don't want to go see his show. So that's like, not just like he, John Mulaney never said anything. He co-signed by having them there if that's your outlook that's fine but you're gonna start losing a lot of people because i think we're getting to a point where people are just frustrated with like with the world i'm frustrated with the world i think everybody there's a reason why if you look at most polls people are not happy with the direction that their country is going in or the world is going in right Mm. and my you want to know what i would love to manifest to be really honest is i would love to manifest that like we start realizing that we're on that brink and the people who are what I would call um, less blinded by hurt, much of it, much of it, much of it, very much real, very much real, all of it probably real, right? People who voted for Donald Trump are angry because the jobs that they once had are not there anymore. Mm -hmm. That is real. Yeah. That is real. Yeah. Right. And he's tapping into it. Yeah. Right. And, 
I think people on the other side do that too, right? Where like, look, you're angry about this, right? Let's get angrier about it, right? I think we deal with it a little bit better, but we're not as organized, right? And so I just wish that we could start pulling that, pulling that hate back. Yep. Right? Yep. Have you seen everything everywhere all at once? No, you have but to go see you're it. one of the people you that like has it. made me really want to see it. Is it still in theaters right now? Uh, it is. Limited? It is. And it's it's in theaters um, and it's got a blooper reel at the end and a thing from the directors at the beginning. It's really cool. They re-released it. And so if you haven't seen it, go and see it. But this is exactly what the movie is about. I don't want to spoil anything, but this this idea of, you know, what is what is really stronger at the core of it? What is stronger, hate or love? It's so dumb and it's so cheesy, but what is stronger? The only thing, I mean, there's a couple of things that I think anger can lead to change. Absolutely. Things like BLM yep. or um, even like with the abortion stuff. I'm yep. like, you know what? <laughs> this is now my ish. Like, I mean, yeah. know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not in the States, but like if I was yep. living in the States... Um, that is an issue that I have no problem getting mad at because I'm 100%. like, you are now imposing on yeah. my rights, like with my body. One, yeah, and this you is know? It. that Black Lives Matter, you name it, all of those fucking things, right? Those are things to get angry about because you can change it. Yeah, you can change right. it, right? Protests We're not going like to that. be able to change J.K. Rowling's mind. We're not going to be able that. to change it. If if it yeah. hasn't worked by now, it's not going to work. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, pick your battles. Yeah, pick your battles. Pick, right. That's because really again, what it comes down to. What is what did I say before? Too I sound like a teacher. What did I say before? <laughs> There's gonna be is a everybody test. listening? Um, <laughs> you know, we have fuck. Now it's off. Uh, it's off. Uh, it'll come back. Eighty um, percent. We we are trying to figure out if people should have jobs who tweeted something 15 years ago and they got rid of abortion, right? That's what it comes down to is like, we can keep fighting these dumb little petty things or we can say, hey, look, we need everybody who wants to make sure that we don't go into fucking tyranny, which like, look, we kind of already are in some ways. The government is very flawed and, you know, it's a rigged system from the get-go. But like, if everyone just walked out of their jobs tomorrow, like, and said, no, we're not going back to work until we can see a dentist for free. Right. Like what right? if that happened? Right. Maybe that's yes. what this Lionsgate Ma- portal is. The Lionsgate portal. Let's, Everyone out there listening, let's, smash the. <laughs> let's manifest free therapy yeah. for every human. Yeah. Once a month free, at, at bare minimum, once a month yeah. free therapy. But someone's got to start it. And the problem is no one wants, because we're all terrified. Well, we're all and, terrified. and I mean, that's the thing too, but like, you know, when I think about the Me Too movement, it's like, um, someone said that it was probably a fucking Instagram quote, but someone essentially said that like there are two types of people. Like the, there's the people who like run for cover during the storm, and then there's people who face the storm. Yeah. And we're not everyone is cut out to face the storm. No, but some people are. Yeah, and like the women who stood up to Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, like those first initial women who came out. Yeah, about it were. F- the ones who stood up and faced the storm yeah. and then the others followed. Yeah. Who like, look, monster, monster, monster. should die in prison. Yeah. I hope he never sees the light of day again. Yep. Okay. Yep. I don't uh, think he's that bad. No, no, oh my God. I'm popular. No. Yeah. You're going to fucking go on a date with him, sir. He'll be your baby daddy. He'll be your baby daddy. I just think it's funny um, with unpopular opinion. Like no. no one's really come out hot with no. like something like that. Yet. Um, I think, I think that, um, yeah, it it's so funny because the, yeah, monster, awful, yeah. awful person, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, disgusting, yeah. awful, vile person. Bill Cosby, I think, probably up there for me too. Like yeah. based on everything, right? Yeah. 
And then you're not you, gonna yeah. then you gotta look at like, okay, then there's the next tier of people, right? Someone like Louis C.K. We're like gross, gross, really disgusting. Doesn't deserve again, to die in don't, prison. Don't know that I would want to see him on a show again or anything like that. Yeah. Could probably watch old episodes, but I'd still be grossed out about it. Kevin Spacey's in that too, right? Like yep. whatever. But like don't deserve to not like live a life too. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. again, I think that I th- I think that if they have done some if they've done this well, if they've taken the time, and I don't know if they have or not, but like I would be fascinated to to see a whole stand-up special about Louis C.K. actually working through that. That would be fascinating. Would be fascinating. His to she, hear his side. Not even his side. I want to hear his responsibility. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't care yeah. about sides, right? Like, look, yeah. look. Every boob I touched in high school, and there weren't <laughs> that many, <laughs> every boob I touched in high school, I, I had to try to touch it 10 times before I actually got to touch it, right? Because I would go and she would move her hand away, and I would go and she would move her hand away, right? And I've talked to people I went to high school with, and I said, you know, like, did you feel that way? And they sort of say, like, we, when we were that age, we were told, don't let boys touch you because they'll think you're a slut. Don't let boys touch you because you'll get pregnant. Don't let boys touch you because then they won't want to date you or they won't want to marry you, right? So they were like fighting those battles. Whereas like the guys were like, again, grab a girl and kiss her. That's how she'll fall in love with you. Like she doesn't like you. This is what I have to do. So we weren't teaching ourselves. Society wasn't teaching us how to behave in those situations. We've become better now. We've become better. We know what like enthusiastic consent is, right? Hopefully we at least, we can't say that we don't know, right? Exactly. That's not an excuse anymore. It's not right. It's not the world has changed. Yeah, quite a bit, and and we have the ability to learn. That's isn't that more. the dream? Isn't that the dream? But like, how can you learn if someone is constantly just yelling at you yeah. that you are a racist or you are this or you are that? Totally, totally. Does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense. Yeah. And you're right about the tears of people. Like there are some people who've done <laughs> things that fuck you die like you know what i mean like and then like and then (laughs) even lower tears like that thing that happened with aziz ansari right where that woman wrote that thing and he was like look like am i perfect on every date no like but i feel awful that i did this and like obviously that wasn't my intention and i i you know i would i I apologize to her and like i'm happy to have a conversation and to take the responsibility and stuff and like again like i'll watch some he he took it he said what he said and he came out and like he accepted responsibility. He acknowledged what, what he did was, was like not wrong necessarily, but, but he could have handled it in a better way. Oh my God, and, wild. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's tears of this stuff and we have to get better at, I think, sifting through that. Yes. And oh, yeah. And not seeing things as just this or that. Yeah. Black, white. Yeah. Um, there's fucking, I, I remember I did a whole podcast episode about that. Yeah. Literally when that happened, it's, I think it's literally called, we have to talk about Aziz and Zara mm-hmm. or something. And because it happened around when all the Me Too stuff. Yeah. I think that there was this like fucking heightened like female like rage. Yeah. That was happening. And really. And, and rightly so. Rightly so. And the thing about that situation is because it was not a full blown rape like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm i don't know if i'm saying this right but like yeah. it was a more what am i trying to say oh my god what i'm he, not i'm not gonna help you because i'm what, gonna fuck it up. what he did yeah 
was not on the Harvey Weinstein level. It was not. Of course not. It was. It was a more nuanced. He was. Behavior. He was. He was on a date with someone. And I talked to her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it it was triggering for a lot of women. I think because because we. I think a lot of us thought. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I've been letting guys do that this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that was like a, a big thing for well, a lot of women. I think most of us ten years ago would have said. If someone's having sex with you, they want to be like, and it's not like you went on a date and they're having sex with you or whatever. They want to have sex with you. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Um, yeah if yeah. a man and a woman are married and they're having sex, they probably want to have be having sex. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that that would have been of a, a, a valid at that point. At that point. At that point. Not anymore. Not and anymore. absolutely it, it wasn't then. It wasn't then. But that was like the common sort of knowledge. Right. Where like, hey, if you had sex with someone um, and you weren't saying no. Yeah. Then like, that's a yes. Right. Yeah. But like, no, (laughs) but yeah. Anyway, sorry. It it is. It is. It's so complicated. Cause like, oh yeah. Cause like I've had, I've definitely had times in my life where I I haven't spoken up, but I'm just going to be honest. Like those are not times where I've gone, what a rapist. Yeah. Fuck this guy. It's, it's been times where I've gone, that wasn't cool. And there's things you could have done to read body language better, but also, Hey, I got to advocate for myself and, and also know that I can say no. Yep. And, and, and I think it goes back to that. Like, is it maliciousness? Is it ignorance? Or is it like, you know, uh, intelligent. Right. And so like, look, if you were to call up a guy that you had one of those experiences with that, let's say traumatized you. Right. And you were like, Hey, look, can we go for coffee? So whatever you go, you talk and you explain your side of the story. If he's like, well, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. You wanted it, right? Then you you know mm-hmm. right away where their head is at. If they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I, I apologize. Yeah. Like, you know where their head is at, right? Because yeah. if you if we can all acknowledge that we've all like when I hear guys say things like, you know, uh, well, I've never like uh made a girl uncomfortable, I'm like, how do you know? Yeah. How do you know? They're like, just not calling you. They might not just be calling you out on yeah. that. And like you don't it, it might not even be someone you know. You might have been on a train and like, you know, yep. just subconsciously you might've been walking behind someone at night and not knowing that you mm. made them uncomfortable. Like we, we all do because that is the nature of, of unfortunately what it has been. Yep. 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 Um, yep. Yep. So if we can at least acknowledge that, look like all of us have probably made someone uncomfortable at one time. And in, in the same regard, maybe even a lot of women could say like, look, I definitely have not said no when I should have, like, exactly. I wish I would have been more firm with my whatever at the time. Right. That's a big thing. Then, we can all acknowledge that we have some responsibility. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and, yeah. and it doesn't mean that like, it doesn't mean that, you know, look, Harvey Weinstein's people had no responsibility. Like the women, they have no responsibility in that. Right. Like he yeah. was a monster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I'm assuming you've had hookups that you regret the next morning. I've had hookups that I regret the next morning, but like I didn't, I wasn't forced into it. Right. How do you feel about the, 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 the phrase like okay so like a bad breakup happens yeah and like someone gets heartbroken yeah the idea of going of you're the person who got dumped but figuring out still figuring out what your role in the breakup was yeah that's great right i think so too that's it that's the thing i've brought up before and i've been hit with like some like pushback on it no but like when i got cheated on um i i heard that like you have to figure out what your role in it was. And at the time I was like, well, I didn't have a role. He cheated on me and broke my heart. And it's like, no, 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 no. I was in a very unhealthy relationship. We were very unhappy and I stayed in it. That was my role. Yeah. Did I deserve that? No. 
Yeah. But that was my role in it. Yeah. So, okay, what did we learn today, Sarah? <laughs> going yeah. forward, I'm not going to be in toxic, unhealthy relationships. I'm not going to enable shitty behavior. Yeah. You, if you didn't learn from a relationship, like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, that's, that's the thing. I, don't, I mean, I don't get that either. I, we should, I'll, I'll come back sometime. We could talk about this stuff because like this stuff is fascinating to me because yeah. I do not understand like, oh, like, I do understand. I do understand when people are like, oh, that breakup came out of nowhere. Yeah. Right after the breakup. But if a year later you're like, oh my God, he broke up with me. I'm like, you're just, I mean, yes, that happens. That happens. I'm, of course, there are fucking monstrous people, awful people in the world who like just decide that they want something else, not you. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, every fight, every fight, like, of course it's fun to be right. Right. Like, but you know, mm-hmm. when I fight with my partner, or, you know, partners, um, of course we both have some fault in it, right? Like yeah. there's always uh, some fault, right? For most things. But again, like that could be 1%. Just like acknowledge that like, acknowledge yeah. Acknowledge the 1%. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Like, like just this victim mentality is, I just think ne- never going to be good for anybody. It's- and, um, and, and, and people who... It, he was a gaslighter and he manipulated me. Well, it's like, bitch, how many times did you stay with him? Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's just, ah. We all have like, you know, should I be able to walk down any street in the world with like dressed however I want and not be worried? Like, let's, let's just say, okay, should I be able to, should I be able to yeah. wear a romper? Yeah. yeah. Romperjack.com. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking for sponsorship. I've got nine of your items. Should I be able to walk down the street in a romper and a fancy pair of glasses and my nails painted and, uh, and, and be free of being called a, yeah. a gay, a, a slur? Yeah. Of course I should. Of yeah. course I should. Yeah. Is that the world we live in? No, no. it's not. And so, you know, yeah, I can get angry about it, but also I need to take some responsibility of like, hey, you know, I'm in this, let's say I go to fucking a country where where gay people aren't allowed, right? I'm going to need to dress in a certain way. If you go to visit, you know, some Middle Eastern countries, the women have to be fully clothed there. That's, that's their, that's their law. Right. Right. If you don't like it, don't go. That's cool. If you don't like it and you want to like try to free them from it because you believe that all of them are oppressed, which many of them are, um, then cool. That's cool too. But like, but you doing it is making a choice. You doing it is making a choice. And if right? you make and that there's choice, consequences. There's, there's consequences. Yeah, there's consequences. This is this is the thing. There's fucking consequences. Yeah. And you know, and it, that's with everything. That's with comedy. What we talked about. That's with you know relationships. That's with anything in life. You know, picking your battles. Picking there's your battles. Podcast episodes that I never posted that like. I'm glad I didn't post because I'm just like, that would have been bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, <laughs> so make your fucking choices. Yeah. Make yeah. the right choices. Now we're ending the real podcast because we just talked. We're approaching yeah, four, hours. four hours. You are going to beat out. Who's? Who? <laughs> didn't you do a 24 you hour show one time? You might be close Did to you? beating out Travis. Okay. Um, who yeah. has one of the longest episodes. He on the is. Show. So good. Like he is, you know, he doesn't, he does not follow me on Instagram and it doesn't matter because he will not watch this. So but he last night, last night I was at Sunday sesh and he was headlining and I was up right before him and the crowd was, uh, to put it mildly like rambunctious. 
Um, and at Sunday sash, no I, way. I tried to, I tried so hard to calm them down for him. And I walked off and they were not calm. And I even said, I was like, your headliner is not going to put up with this. You guys got to be quiet. Like, you know, just being playful That's with it. So right. Funny. And I walked off and he was standing there and I, I think he said two words to me. I'm just too intimidated to talk to him, but like, um, he said two words to me, but I walked off and I was like, Oh, sorry. I tried so hard. And he's like, Oh, I saw you trying hard out there. Like what, like in a oh, nice way. Good. And it was just this like great moment. That's so great. And like, that's all I need. When Travis acknowledges that you're working, it's, yeah. you couldn't ask for a better. It was, it was, it was, it was lovely. It was yeah. Lovely. Cause he's going, I, I see what you're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's fucking great. Because oh, my dad, great. my parents came to see me do comedy once and Travis was on the show. And my dad now says all the time, well, yeah, my son uh, does comedy with a guy who does uh, this hour has 22 minutes. Like it's a big like like it's not he doesn't get it. I love it. I love it. Like whatever my dad needs. But like, yeah. Anyway, so Travis, that's your little origin story in my life. That's phenomenal. Um, I know, I know this guy's beating you out for the longest podcast. Sorry. We have one more segment, but you got to make it fast. Oh, fucking hell. Can okay. you believe this? This yeah. is insane. I can't believe we're there already. I can't believe it's already over. I'm just kidding. I can't believe we did double what I said <laughs> we were going to do. Yeah, um, Ryan, yeah. what's your unpopular opinion? Okay, I'm going to make it quick. Don't hate me for this, but... It's time for Unpopular Opinion. From Away is a better musical than Dear Evan Hansen and deserve to win the Tony and anyone who disagrees is wrong. Um, there's one other big one that was Ragtime and Lion King and I believe in 1998 and Lion King Ragtime, which I love as a musical more, but the Lion King is groundbreaking, whereas Dear Evan Hansen is a piece of shit, which is why that is the most egregious uh, Tony Awards win of the last 25 years. That is my hot take. Bam, bitch. I don't know anything what you said, but I'm sure it's no. going to piss some people off. No, no, no one's going to know. No one's listening to this going to know. But you know what? We still did the segment, and that's what it's about on this podcast. I covered all four segments in a monster of an episode. Okay, we are done, Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on for a four-hour. But also, I think this was, like, insane great conversation we went so many places i just want to acknowledge if anyone has listened to this whole thing we need to give a prize away yeah we should know what we should tell like we should do something right now where we're like if you text sarah this word i, I will buy you a drink next i do time. do um actually that's a great idea yeah. i do secret hashtags do usually at the end of episodes longer okay. ones so we can come up with a hashtag and what you're gonna have to do do not comment publicly on instagram on the post or whatever yeah. DM Intoxicated Podcast with the hashtag. When you smash the like button. And below, what are we going to do? We're going to do something. We'll, we'll, we'll like, send you some if we, sort of if we know you, If we know you, yeah. we'll like buy you a drink yeah. sometime. Like I'm going to assume you. we probably know yeah. you. Most, we'll buy you a drink sometime. Yeah. If if we don't know you, uh, come to a comedy show and we'll buy you a drink. Look at that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's or fine. potentially a comp ticket to a show. Oh, yeah, we can that's do that. That's something we can yeah. totally do because you're running a bunch of shows. Yeah, I can do I'm that. actually going to throw it over to you to plug all the things you have coming up. Oh, okay. And especially, uh, and I'm going to plug it at the top of the show, but yeah. the new Wednesday night, yeah, okay. late night so you Okay, while I do this, you think of a hashtag because I'm not oh, good yeah, at that. Gotta, okay. gotta, gotta, gotta. So uh, we're starting, uh, well, it's going to be this Wednesday. It was 
supposed to be every Wednesday, but then I thought it was supposed to be monthly. So we're trying to figure it out uh, if it's going to be every Wednesday, but it's the Wednesday night workout at Freeman's uh, and it is starts at 10 o'clock. It's uh, 15 comics. You get three to five minutes. Uh, I'm going to blow a whistle at five minutes. So you have to stop talking at five minutes if you love. haven't wrapped it up by then. Uh, I would like to it to be a rambunctious, but politely polite crowd uh if possible uh to let you know uh whether your stuff is funny or not and that is gonna be on wednesdays in september i'm starting a show called cringe which is basically like this like show where people can bring their diary entries their old rap lyrics their poetry i'm gonna ask them some questions about themselves at the time that they wrote it and then they're gonna read it and then i'm probably gonna have some questions for them afterwards and so fun. when is that? That's September 15th. Oh, okay. At Hoppy For some reason, I was like, is that soon? No, 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 no. I'm on no, that show, right? Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna I'm on. Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. I'm on it. I'm yeah. going to read old live journal yeah. entries. Because, like, this is the thing. It's like, the thing is, though, I will say, if there's people who are listening to this and they have these things and they're not a comedian, I would actually prefer yeah, yeah, yeah. to, like, real people, not real. that comedians aren't real, but you know what I mean? People who aren't used to making yeah. a joke because the, the point is that the, the, Journals are the joke, not not making yeah. jokes about them, right? Like, but that's, that's actually what I love about it because yeah. I it, it should speak for itself. The I cringe. think so. I think so. It's not about jokes. Um, and then I've got some other ideas, but the, that's what I'm focusing on right now. I think yeah. we're going to do another queer show at Darkside because we sold the last one. And, Fuck yeah, yeah. This guy yeah. is a hustler. Not only is he very funny comedian, um, he's great on Twitter. You got to follow him on Twitter. Yeah. Um, what's your Twitter again? I don't know. <laughs> I'll link it. I think it's call me Ryan nine Oh two. That's my, I know that's my Instagram, but I don't know if that's also my call Twitter. me Ryan nine Oh two on Instagram. Call me Ryan nine Oh two also on Twitter and on Twitter. And you are also killing it with making producing shows now, which is amazing. Oh, thank you. Um, so very valuable to the scene and, uh, I adore you. It so. is, it is lovely to be able to do it and I will do it until people don't want me to anymore. So that's, Stop that's what that. I'm Do it, do it, do it always. No, 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 Fuck not, a, not if people don't want it. Fuck em. No, but that's like, that's like saying I'm going to keep telling this joke even though no one's yeah, laughing. Like if no one's interested, I'll, I'll, if, it, if it's aim, yeah. I got a lot of TV to catch up on. You know, I've never watched uh, fucking Breaking Bad. I got lots of stuff to do. Oh, yeah. shit. You gotta watch that yeah. shit. Anyway. Anyways, I adore you. Thank you Say, for the fun. Thanks so much for this incredibly long chat. That was totally yeah. unnecessary, but also great. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> I, I just, before we go, I'll say one last thing. One last thing. I realize in my mind that a lot of what has been said today is obvious. I'm just high, so it, I think it's genius. And so I apologize. I just want to say I know it's obvious. I think, oh, we need a hashtag. Oh, hashtag obvious. Hashtag obvious. Hashtag obvious. Yeah. We're at the very yeah. end. It's hashtag, yeah. obvious. hashtag obvious. And text that to um, Intoxicated Podcast on Instagram. We will figure something out to give you for enduring this monster of an episode. I know you hate Joe Rogan, bitch, but you <laughs> Roganed it. Oh, my God. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> fuck. Um, Halifax's answer to Joe Rogan right here, everybody. Halifax's answer to Joe Rogan. You're done, so you get to ring the bell. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Intoxicated Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and check out our video episodes on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. Until next week, feel hard and talk hard.
Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan and brought to you by the messiness of life. Yeah.